Hello, Legionnaires. This is Max Leo from Legion Myth, and welcome to RPG Digest. In this live stream formatted podcast, we discuss tabletop RPG games and comment on the RPG hobby as a whole. I am John Max Leo Schlow, your favorite, not so humble curmudgeon, critic, and judge. And oh my God, making it in just at the wire is a uh, is our more Reasoned and uh, centered, and my leash at times. Uh, Brett Heathen Dog Grissomer, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. I hope we find everyone else well, well, as well. Because uh, <laughs> I know that you've, been, was, you've been wording good today. I've been wording good. I got I got good Englishes. That's that's my <laughs> thing. But uh, yeah, today we are going to uh, uh, talk more about uh, Hyperborea, uh, specifically in magic, because that's the next section in the book. And these, I'm these, kind of uh, excited about this because you kept talking about how there's like a lot to talk about. I don't see it. Okay. Uh, see, uh, initially I thought that the casting ability had a much greater role in, in if a, if a spell succeeds or fails. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Because, you know, I, I thought of it like fighting ability, you know, mm -hmm. fighting ability and casting ability. They, they should be analogous. They, they went and made it all seem very similar in, in form, but in function, it is not. No, it's just Not your casting all. level, really. Is yeah, all it is. really, yeah. That's basically, yeah. yeah. We're we're, we're going to get into that too, as well. which I do find easier, yeah, and 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 better than trying to guess what my casting level is and so forth. So I do like it, but yeah. Um. All right. So uh, I forget which one of these we start with. So I'm just going to click on that one. There we go. Hey, do you want to join? Uh, no, this is for later, isn't it? That's for later. Oh, hey, if you want to join us in segment three, this is what you got to do. We'll come back to that one. <laughs> there we go. Um. Okay, so those are our links. Uh, we've we've had a pretty busy week on Discord, I think. What do you think? Oh, he vanished again. Busy week on Discord. What do you What do you mean? Oh, uh, there there are some definitely some com some suggestions, some commentary, some uh, some uh, some. Hey, Max, uh, <laughs> I feel you might uh, be mistaken. Put it nicely. <laughs> well, there's there's been a lot on YouTube. Well, there's been one guy oh. on YouTube that's been very vocal. Oh yeah, most of actually almost all of the comments have been positive. It's funny the positive comments were, were pretty much like one and two sentences. The negative comments were novellas. Yeah, so, yeah. but which you know, I'm okay with. Yeah, because you responded literally in kind. You're like, I, oh no, 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 not in kind. I got a novella. I responded with a trilogy. <laughs> actually, it's a quadrilogy. I think quad one well, of them had four parts. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you count all the little parts like that, I think it was chapters. Codas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so anyway, Discord has been uh, going. We actually got a bunch of new people on there. One of the things that uh, that I've noticed though is that nobody approves anybody on there. Apparently, I'm the only one that ever approves anybody. So um, some people will join in there, and then I can't approve them because they're there for five, ten minutes, and uh, then they're gone. What? And, uh, why don't they auto auto get approved? Isn't there a way to do that? Yep. You don't want to do that though. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there is there is a way to auto approve somebody um, after a few minutes, but uh, and that's kind of how it's set up. But you know, people don't hang out that long. I have made some modifications to it to make it a little bit easier, but uh, and change some, say some roles around, so maybe it'll be a little bit easier for people. But anyway, so uh, yeah, so things have been happening on Discord. Uh, let's move over to our merchant swag again. I still have not updated that. It's gonna be about six months before I do. I mean, just knowing me. Uh, but hey, you can get an awesome shirt like this. Hey. It's okay. They, they can't see it. I know, but I did the fingers. Oh, you're oh. right. They can't see God damn it. <laughs> we'll get that. Well, behind that screen right there, pretend 
<laughs> hey, it's a, uh, and Heathen Dogs got you got oh, you don't have a Legion of Shirt on this time. I did, but oh, right. it, it shows it, up funny. Yeah, it shows up funny on the screen. Kind so. of brownish or something. It's like it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. You need a better green screen. That's my story. I need or a, a green, green screen. screen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, there you go on Twitch. Uh, that's where you should be watching right now. Uh, there's our Twitter. Although I found something better than Twitter, and what I mean by better is uh, it's Twitter-like. It actually has a community. I mean, there, there's I see dozens of posts a day instead of thousands, which is good for me because I can actually pay attention to them. People respond. People like it. It's called a uh, parlor or parlay. I don't know if it's supposed to be French for parlay or if it's supposed to be. Par I don't care. Um, anywho, I've been using that and getting a lot of good traction there, so I like that. Maybe they won't kick me off like mine's did. Still don't know why mine's kicked me off. They wouldn't tell me. Um, nice. But then I, at least I don't have to read the Twitter trash that's out there. But, you know, we are on Twitter. Check out our website. Uh, that actually got a, a couple of big hits this last week when uh, I posted the, uh, the rant. The rant, and, yeah. yeah. And, of course, YouTube, which, man... Got to tell you, that rant was our number one best video for the first 48 hours we've ever had in all the years of us doing it. Mm. So thank you to everybody out there who watched it, who gave it a thumbs up, who shared it, so on and so forth. We do appreciate that. All right, what, what's next? What's this one? Oh, hey, you want to do this one or you want me to? I'll do it. I want to thank all of our Twitch subscribers and YouTube members. You're, you're, you are the people who, you know, let us, let us give away stuff like games and, and, uh, and startup shirts and stuff like that. And uh, anyone who uh, cheers, gives bits, donations, whatever, you're helping as well. Share the stream with others. I mean, if if you like this content, you have friends, they like you, they will probably like the content as well. So have them check it out. And if you don't want to give us money, for some reason, I prefer you you give me money. <laughs> I, I You know, if money is to be given, I prefer it to be me. Call me selfish. That's how I live. But hey, you know what? You can't pay the bills without money, right? There you go. But if you want to give money, just not to me for some odd reason, which I'll never fathom, you can give to the Wounded Warrior Project. They're friends of the channel, and uh, we, uh, we we support the work that they do. Well, the friends of the channel is if they hover over, if they're watching on PC, if they hover over the screen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. If, you, if you're watching on PC, hover over the Twitch screen right John now. John Sparta, Commander yep. Aconite, and a few others. Yep. And uh, okay. the, the, they, they like us. They, they host us a lot. They rate us sometimes. And so, you know, we like to give them a shout out. Absolutely. And here's our schedule. I'm not going to go through it all right now. We'll do that at the end of the stream. But okay. what's in, uh, there's going to there be some changes on here that I have to uh, update soon. But that's generally it. The, the best thing to remember is right down here, this purple box. Every Sunday through fi Friday at 11 a.m., someone is streaming. Something. Just, yeah, something. So with the exception of Saturday, which we're still kind of working on, somebody's yeah. streaming. There is, a, there is a poll right now to see what, what we... Uh... Uh, actually will stream on Saturday. I'm going to put it in the chat. Oh, you got it? Oh, somebody Good. gave a role to CL Kramer. Okay, perfect. I did. I, I gave him Legion a role. Is that my cousin? I have no or idea. Cousin's nephew. How, how does that work? Cousin's niece. Cousin's nephew's brother's <laughs> former roommate. Nothing. Daughter, Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But if you check out this straw poll, it is a, a three-way straw poll. You choose which it's a three -way, of those baby. Games way that's right and if you don't know one of the games then you can look on our vod from yesterday and you could see the gameplay from each of the three games and you can choose the one that you would like to watch right now uh vermintide 2 is winning by one vote over what talisman over talisman yes 
Nobody, I know, because I was actually nobody awake for chose nobody country liked that. defender too because that game is trash. Is it really that bad? Oh, I only caught part the when you guys were already frustrated. So yeah, it was it's trash. So yeah, please don't vote for that. that you're just trolling at that point. All right, I think we can take this off the screen then, yep. and we can get ready for our first. I have to get it up in here. Hey, it's all me all the time. Yeah, f that guy. Baldur says, I was going to vote for it, but he did not ask nicely that I not do that. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. By the way, oh, don't, he, oh, don't, don't kick yourself out of your own stream. Just saying. <laughs> Pro tip. <laughs> I am now the master of the stream. Are you really? No, I'm just in your spot now. Oh, okay. Oh, I, we can flip flop. That's okay. We can swing both ways, right? Nope. Oh. <laughs> okay. I got to figure out well, what page is this going to be on? So we're about to get nerdy here. So segment one, if you want to pop up the segment one banner while I'm trying to find the page. Done. Is uh, going to once again be part four of Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. And Heathen Dog is going to tell us all about the, the magic of uh, the game system. And I'm going to sit here and nod my head and try to look, I don't know, pretty or something. Oh, what okay. the hell, hell is it? I, it's on page 133, I think. No, one, 135. Interesting. Okay. So they broke this book down the same way as that one. Got it. Yeah. 135. Scroll up, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Grimzar says we're going to have to ask Nora about that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh what uh, one? But what you just said. What'd I say? I think I pay attention to the words that come out of my mouth. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Forgot about that. <laughs> okay. When you throw up spells, I'll start. Yep, I'm, I'm just getting it sized right. We can, we can still talk about it. So, well, one of the things about the spells is, uh, again, anybody who has uh, played uh, second edition AD&D or first it, edition. This is going to seem very familiar. Yep. Share screen. Boom, tab. Boom, share. There we go. There it is. Okay, so spells. Now, uh, we, we talked about spells a little bit when we were talking about the classes, you know, when they, how many they got, when they got them, how they learned them. This is just going to explain exactly all of the mechanics with the things that we touched or we touched on already. Now, every, every uh, arcane caster or actually no, every, every caster period gets a certain number of spells at first level. Uh, clerics and ma magicians, they get three. Uh, warlocks will get one because you know they they split their time between the martial arts as well. So let, let's just let's just uh for the purposes of most discussion here unless stated otherwise let's just speak like it's magicians and clerics. So it's 3. Easy and they're the base core classes yeah. anyway. Yeah. I love love how exacting it is with starting spells for everybody across the board. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 takes a lot of the uh uh I don't know question out of it a lot of the how many times have you played a second edition ad and d game where the wizards like got a spell book with say i don't know 10 spells in it right mm -hmm. and the cleric they just kind of hand the book to and say okay every spell in this page that's in your area of uh your sphere yeah uh, you you just you can cast it and then you're like oh my god now we gotta wait five hours for this guy to pick a spell list every day well or, or not even that just whatever you want just uh, just pick a spell i i run into that more than anything believe it or not that clerics get to just pick any spell that's within their uh um their sphere, they don't have to memorize or they just have to spend the time in the morning to quote unquote fill up the spell slots. I have seen that in 30 some years of doing this more than any other system, including the actual right way you're supposed to do it. Mm. I thought they had to pray. 
Yeah, they're supposed to. Well, yeah, yeah. you pray, pray to fill up the spells. But let's say I cast two first level spells yesterday. Uh, I would pray for 40 minutes and just, okay, I have those spell slots back. I can cast what I want. You know, maybe I want to heal. Maybe I want to, uh, I don't, I can't remember all the cleric spells. And it, on top of that, clerics in second edition were kind of OP because you could fight relatively well. You could cast any spell you wanted because they didn't run the game properly. And, you know, anyway, go on. Sorry. Okay. So, uh, starting spells, you get to choose from your spell list, whether you be magician, cleric, witch, warlock, whatever. You have a certain spell list that, that you choose from, and don't worry, we're going we're gonna to see that a little later. <laughs> and uh, you get to choose three spells. Now, of course, your game master has veto power. Like, no, I don't want anyone having that spell. Do you have any like first that? Level. I, don't. Uh, I don't. I do. It, it's, it's a first level spell for a reason. Oh, it's no, I, it's I'm not, not game breaking. I'm, I'm not talking first level spells. I have a spell type that oh, I don't okay. allow in the game, and that's true seeing. I never allow true. Yeah, seeing. you never allow true seeing. Yeah, uh, that, that's that, that's why I can't play a lot of games with Max because you know his his home rules break break games in my opinion. But uh, we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move on from that. Now, uh, what I don't like, and I, I never like that. I understand the spellbook mechanic. I do. I get it. I do. I don't like it. Because a lot of games will heavily penalize a caster for losing a spellbook. They should be. Heavily penalized. And it costs a lot of money to copy a spell into your spellbook. And that thing is heavy. And you got to carry it around with you because you use this to memorize your spells every day. Did you see the optional rule in here about spell yep. pages? Dude, yes. I, I always use that in second edition. Always. Okay. I, I don't even use spell books in second edition. So you just, you, you, yeah, it's there. It doesn't, you have to have it, but I'm not going to screw with you with it. I'm not going to screw it. it well, how, how do you, is there. this like the horse thing where the game master's just dick and always trying to take away your spell book? Or it something? happens a lot more than you think. Yes. Oh, I, I, well, I don't tend to do that. I, I only do it when a, when a wizard or care about when a wizard's higher level. And okay, you got like 17 spell books. You can't carry all those. Which ones are you taking? Well, this is my dungeon delving one. All right, there you go. Well, this is my outside wilderness one. All right, cool. You know, that's the only time I care about it, really. Yeah, yeah, I don't even do that. I don't even do that. All of your spells will fit in your spell book. It's goddamn magic spell book. It's got infinite pages. It, it weighs it weighs two pounds. Fuck this game. That's what I do. All right, and it, it takes a lot of hassle out of it. And, you know, it, it, uh, it, if you, if you do it this way, it, it nerfs uh, ma magicians compared to uh, clerics, but in in uh, in this game they fix that. They they put uh, the, the the same uh, lodestone around a cleric's neck mm -hmm. because a cleric also has to have his holy tomes and writings and stuff to be able to uh, to do his spells as well. Uh, Ravenser says, "Oh, a bag of holding, a wonderful magical spellbook library." Yes, that's what I do. It, it's a uh, bag of a, it's a bag of holding pages, but a bag of hold, <laughs> well, a bag of holding only holds so much anyway. It'll hold a few spell books, but a, a, a simple bag of holding actually doesn't hold as much as people think. Well, the, this this book of holding holds infinite pages. All right, now uh, your the the spell the spell book page count that that's what that what that's what Max likes. Each each spell depending on its level takes up a certain number of pages in your book. And uh, each of these pages costs like a hundred gold pieces per page or something just, just to write it down. So getting a new spell, like, oh, I gained a new level, but I can't learn a new spell, even though it says I can automatically because I got to spend money. I got to spend money for like uh, goat semen, uh, dragon Wait, blood. What? Yeah. <laughs> goat semen mixed with dragon blood. 
Ew. To uh to to scribe it on this uh on this uh thousand dollar parchment here before I can actually memorize it. Dick. Whatever. Well, that's where the goat semen came from. Yeah, I I I, lo- I lose all this. I lose all these rules. They're dumb. Now, acquiring new spells. Now I, I, I wait, wait, wait. When you said dumb. No, I no. said dumb. No. They're dumb. It's they, dumb. They they add they add uh, how do I say this? Don't don't say flavor. No, they don't add flavor. immersion to playing the wizard. You know, I, you shouldn't, I don't know. Other games have it set up, like Earthdawn, for example, although they have a grimoire rule, yeah. um, where you just memorize, you look at the spell one time, you got it, you can throw the book away. I kind of understand the argument there. Well, you wouldn't I, throw the book away because it's a threat, it, you know, it's well, it's magically it's right. tied to you. Yeah, You're right. It is a threat. You, you keep it safe, but you don't got to lug it around with you everywhere you go. Right. Uh, I like that. But here... Here it is. It is your spell formula. It is your. Uh, it's your notebook. It's it's everything. It's your fire trap spell that you have in between each of the spells, so that when somebody flips a page, they get blasted in the face ball. Uh, I don't know. I, I I see no reason not to do it. I enjoy it when I play a wizard to know how many spells I have left to say, oh crap, now I'm gonna have to spend more money on another book. Or let's go one step further in D and D, the traveling spell book versus the full spell book. Mm. I like that. I don't... All spell books, traveling spell books. Okay. So acquiring new spells. Every level you get more spells. Uh like I said, we're we're just going with uh, with with uh, the base class here. So magician and uh and cleric, they they get how many spells? It's three. like one, three, three, every level. And you can oh, choose oh, oh, every, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, every every uh, spell or every level they get one extra, but at one first level get three. There you go. First level you get three, but every level after that you get one for free. You don't got to roll for it. You don't got to, oh, did, did I learn it? Did, did I successfully read it off of some magic tablet somewhere? No, you just get it. This is this is uh, your OJT. Your real world experience has taught you this spell. You know, you, you physically learn this spell through trial and error. You have it now. Good on you. Good on you. Hope, hope you. hope you got the thousand gold pieces it takes to put it in that fucking book. Whatever. <laughs> But you get to choose what spell. It doesn't have to be second level. You, you, if you wanted another first level spell, you could choose that as your first level spell. You can't choose a level you can't cast yet, but any level you can cast, you can choose that as your freebie spell. Great. Awesome. Now, that is automatic spell development, where you get that uh, every level, you get the one, you choose it, you just got it, no rolls. Now, uh, clerics and magicians have the ability to do independent research. Not, not all... Not all spellcasters do, but independent research is uh, you spend however many days uh, researching a spell dependent on the spell level, and then you get to roll at that point. You get to roll chance to learn new spell. Now, which is which is uh, based on your intelligence. Yeah, based on your intelligence. Now, uh, you have to spend money for materials. You have to spend time in days depending on the level of this, both are dependent on the level of the spell. So you have to have the money to, to have the materials to test with, and you have to have the time to spend in testing with those materials. For, and for after, me, this is great downtime stuff. When the yes, warriors, yes. Like, I got to go train or I got to heal or whatever. Exactly. The it's like, all right, I'll be over there. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, uh, there's always downtime in between adventures. In between adventures, this is when... Not in 5th edition D&D. Well, fuck that game. The, uh, the, this, this is where... 
you get stuff done. This is where you, you, if, if you are high enough level and you have a stronghold, this is where you have to maintain that stronghold. This is where you have to hire new, hire new people, where you have to look over your villagers, make sure they're doing okay. You know, it's, it's not something exciting. It's, this is all management stuff that has to be done. And the wizard can do this thing while all of that is happening because ma managing your stronghold and, and the town that you are sovereign over that takes at least 30 days. To, to get to get it done right. Well, during that thirty days, the the magician can research a spell, and well, at the, the end of the magician has a stronghold too. It's well, just yes, but I'm just saying. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So uh, at the end of that time, uh, number of days and and number of uh, number of gold coins, depending on your level of spell, you roll the uh, the magician's chance to learn a new spell, or the the cleric's chance to learn a new spell. His is based on wisdom, and the magician's is based on intelligence. Whether you succeed or not, that time and that money is gone. Yep, it's gone. You spent it. You 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 can't get time back, and you you burned up all the incense that you bought with that money, so it's over. You know, uh, for an extra five hundred gold per level, a, a, a magician can increase his chance by five percent. If you're 5%. captain, uh, if you're captain Moneybags. You drop down fifty grand, you're basically guaranteed. You know, as long as you're not an idiot, you're you're guaranteed to learn that spell. Awesome, that's great, right? <laughs> but if you fail, if you fail to learn that spell, you cannot learn that specific spell again for a year or until you gain another level, whichever comes first. And when you're already considering that there's thirty days of downtime there, that year isn't going to just be right yeah, around the corner. Exactly, you got to adventure again, and that's going to be that's going to be real world time months, maybe, till till you have more downtime. So there you go. Now, copying spells. Uh, if you get someone else's spell book by hook or by crook or by whatever, and and they are of of the same class as you, because if, if you if a magician gets a witch's spell book, that thing may as well be Swahili, as far as you're concerned. You don't understand that crap. Well, and a lot of the spells are just so different anyway. You yeah, can't learn exactly. It because it's there not there is your... no changing it over. There is no translating it into something you understand. You just got to find another magician spell book. If you do, you can copy a spell. If you successfully read magic, you can copy the spell as long as you have all of the all of the coin for the aforementioned goat seed and dragon blood to write in <laughs> your book. Then you you roll your magician's chance to learn. And if you succeed. Bob's your uncle. You got a new spell. Good job. Whether you stole it or not. You, you might be getting into this, and pardon me if I'm jumping ahead, uh, but you can copy from, say, a pyromancer uh, spell book if you're a, a wizard or, I'm sorry, not wizard, I was thinking a witch or warlock, as long as that spell is also one you can cast, but it comes at a penalty. Yep. Uh, it says here, the magician cannot copy a spell he does not understand. Neither can he add spells to a spell book that are of higher level than his. So if it's uh, a third level witch spell, but a fourth level pyromancer spell, and you're you know, a pyromancer who can only cast third level spells, that might sorry. be one you can cast, and it's of your level if you're a witch. Sorry, but yep, you gotta wait. Yep. Appropriating a new spell book. One of the most convenient means by which a magician may build his spell repertoire is through the acquisition of spell books, usually seized during the course of adventure. First, each spell must be reviewed for comprehension by using your read magic. This analysis requires 15 minutes per spell level. Next, he must make a magician's chance to learn new spell to whether he understands the spell or not. Material and monetary costs are negligible. The time required to learn each spell is one day per spell level. If a newly required spell book is used as a resource for copying spells in an existing book, refer to copying spells. Now, the, the same thing goes with a cleric. He, he finds holy text that, that he was 
uh, otherwise uh, ignorant to, and he's like, oh, wow, this is calls upon the God to, to make my penis bigger. I want that spell. And so he copy he copies it into his into his holy text as as with, long with as they're of the caveat. same faith, <laughs> as long yeah. as they're of the same faith, then he can go ahead and do that. That's great. That's fine. There's, uh, there's a big drawback. There's a big drawback. <laughs> the cleric risks suffering a curse, madness, or loss of sorcerer's endowment if the prayer book derives from the whose faith does not accord with his own. That that means uh you know, if, if you're a follower of Cthulhu and you, you find a spell book of Apollo, it's like, oh, shit, this is this is Apollo's book. But, man, I really want that penis engorging spell. So I want to copy that in my book. Cthulhu's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? You, you, you think I can't make your thing bigger? And gets pissed off that, that you're all, you know, heathenizing over here so he you I'm know smites you down or strikes you out or something and say i'm probably gonna be more okay with the way apollo would do it than then cthulhu, cthulhu yeah, would yeah. Do it. fair enough fair enough it yeah. might be bigger but it's gonna have it's like also gonna have teeth and <laughs> yeah, tendrils right. and yeah. and you like eat souls and stuff so yeah probably don't want that so there is a chance of 50 looks like 50 50 that uh that that your god is going to be pissed off at you for going around his helmet or whatever you know See, there's more penis things. Okay. I'm, I'm... <laughs> Using we a, got a theme for today. There you go. Using a scroll. You, you could also use a scroll. You research a spell using the scroll and copy it into your book. Now, uh, scrolls are considered single-use magical devices. So that means uh, you're, you're transferring a single-use thing into a more permanent, permanent thing. And uh, you can be used to it. It researches the spell cost. It, uh, it brings down the spell cost by half. So instead of 500 gold pieces per spell level, it's down to 250. I, I get argued, uh, arguments into arguments. My God, English, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, with people a lot with regard to this. like why The spell just works. Why can't I just copy what's on the scroll? I think this game actually goes into it probably the most succinctly, but but best bestly defined. Yeah, I'm making up words today. Yep. Uh, methodology most most clearly defined. Yes. In, in the fact that when you create a scroll... You're making it with that, uh, was it that dragon semen and goat blood, or I'm sorry, the other way around, whatever. Yep. Uh, you're, you're making it with that. So a lot of the magical energy has already been empowered into the text itself, and you're just kind of calling it out. Yeah, that that's that's a trope. It's uh, you know, it's not scientific, but fucking balls. It's magic. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Those um, have to be. So so this a lot of the spell power is all already there. You're just pulling it out. But man, if I just don't have people arguing all the time, well, that's stupid. The spell's right here. It's uh, I should just be able to transfer it right over. No, you no. can. You can transfer it right over, but it's just going to be words, and it's never going to work for you. Well, no, no. I mean, uh, it, it's worse than that. If you transfer it a, a, a scroll spell directly to your book, I would say hundred percent chance. As long as you can read and write it. 100% chance. The only problem is the first time you memorize it, it that page is going to burn away because that that spell is written to empower to to use the magic uh that uh, that you place in the page. That's why it's one use. It burns itself out activating the magic. I'll say, "Yeah, sure. Uh you could do that. It'll just burn your book away." You want to do that? Or or do you want to you want to re research how to change it into a safer, more permanent format? At half the cost of a normal. Yeah, you, you, you get you get half the cost because half the work is done. The other half is making sure it's not volatile and more than more than single use. And that, that takes time and a little bit of money. Now, you've learned your spells. You've got them. You've learned them. You've researched them. You've copied from other books that you've, you've purloined. 
and uh, you, you found some scrolls and you changed it over, put them in your book. That's great. Now, how do you use them? Well, there's a couple of ways. First one and the most, uh, well, safest. Normal. Yeah, normal is spell memorization. Uh, sorcerers and clerics uh, memorize spells in pretty much the same way. I mean, the the, the same mechanic, not the same way. Uh, a, a magician will, you know, memorize over over his books over a period of time, whereas the cleric will pray for a number of minutes or hours equal to whatever the spell level is. That's fine. I've got I've got to reiterate that one of the things I really really like about this game is the fact that I'm thinking just of a first level character. Mm -hmm. That wizard has three spells. That cleric has three spells. I don't know why, but like I said, I've just for so many years, all through my Air Force career, blah, 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 I've never had to memorize a spell as a cleric. It's one of the reasons why I play them all the time, because people just like to give cleric stuff. Oh, Do God, them wrong. Love you. Yeah. yeah, well, right. Um, is the fact that not only do you not get every spell on the list available to you, which is in the rules, just you have to memorize whichever one you want. Mm -hmm. You only have three. There could be a hundred spells. You've got three god has only determined that you are worthy of three at this point in time and now you can memorize one pick yeah. the right one have fun hope you do well part part of that you know when i was playing first edition a guy used to tell me well part of that is the wisdom of knowing what spells you need throughout the day and if you don't pick the right ones god isn't gonna be nice to you about it he's gonna no. say well i hope you learned your lesson you're supposed to have the wisdom to choose correctly good on you <laughs> All right, so how do you memorize a spell? Well, like I said, if you're a, a magician, you pour over your spellbook text, you you uh, you you burn these these images and incantations into your memory for that day, and Bob's your uncle. You get to cast that spell once per per slot you burn to actually you know hold those spells. And for 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 a cleric, you 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 pray to your deity. Your deity will grant you that ability during this day. Good on you. All right. Now uh, you get to you get a number of spells that you can memorize per level depending on your level. Great. And there comes a point when you're high level, and again, I love you're supposed to do this in earlier editions, but I see game masters kind of uh, cheat on this, uh, where it's like you just had your your ninth, tenth level, you blew away like four first level spells, three second level. You you might have like one spell or two spells left, and you got three third level spells. You know that that you knocked out. You're like, oh god, I'm all brain fugled and so forth oh it's just take an hour and get them all back i want to get the adventure going fuck that no no the in in uh in in this game you got once a day once a day you choose your stuff you get it you get it squared away for another 24 hours that's what you got mm -hmm. you know you shoot all the bullets in your gun sorry man and if you You're only tapped. have an hour in the morning to study because you guys have to get back on the road and go well, maybe you get two third level spells. Maybe yeah. you get uh, you know a couple first, couple second. You know, you might not get them all back. Yeah, you might not. You might not get them all because just they don't have time, or you don't have time, or they're they're in a rush, or you have to be in a rush because you have to get here at a certain time to meet your contact or whatever. You don't got time for that nonsense. And I and I and I know the people who do the the more later editions of the game where you start with seventy five spells and can cast them forty five times a day. Uh, they don't understand this, but I miss the days of having one or two spells and. Even when you got when you leveled up a little bit more, you might not have a full repertoire available to you simply because, as we're talking about here, and the game master didn't go, oh, just just you you got your spells back. Let's just go. No, just pick the spells you want. Let's just go. No, they said, oh, you better pick which ones you need. <laughs> you only get two. You only have time for memorizing two. Well, pick two good ones. I hope. There you go. Now, uh, there is there is another option that they that they give besides using a scroll, you know, to just 
recite the scroll and the scroll burns itself up and the spell works. You can cast from your book. This hmm. is extremely stupid. Not as stupid as raw magic <laughs> in another game. I don't know. It's close, man. It's close. Yeah, it's it's close because there there is a 10 percent chance that uh, that spell page burns away and it acts like a scroll and it just burns away and you lose it. And all those hundreds of gold pieces it took to uh, to put that in your book, it's now gone along with that page, which costs another hundred gold pieces because it's made of, I don't know, unicorn sack. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I hate I hate spell books. But uh, so and but not only that, there is a chance that your whole book just starts lighting on fire. The 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 page before and after is also destroyed. What? What? Well, what? Powerful magic. Powerful magic. Shut the. Hey hey, there's a two percent. Two percent what? Two percent chances is that the entire spell book will be destroyed. Yeah, poof! You just lost. You just <laughs> lost all, your whole life. And right, right. If you're smart. And you you cast from your book and your entire book burned away. Kill yourself, start over. Kill yourself, start over. That's the only option at this point. The only option. You're done. You're done. Everyone says, why you kill yourself? You can just rewrite the book. You want to give me the 128,000 gold pieces I'll need to, to, to... Oh, wait, no, I can't. Because I, I now, now I don't have them in my book. I can't memorize them. And I can't, I can't write them down because you have to you either have to learn it. Oh, no, wait, no, no. Any spell that he got through leveling, maybe, maybe the game master will allow him to rewrite that into his book. But any spell he got through, through uh, somebody else's book or copying down a scroll is just gone. It's One of the things gone. I did during my downtime when I was playing uh, D&D is uh, I would actually spend some of my downtime copying spells over into another book in case something happened to this one but, yeah uh, but, uh, but that's another fair, 128,000 gold pieces you need sure. true well not that okay. much but yeah uh the thing it's is depending I on never, your level i never played with gms that that fucked with a spell book but much i mean not that i can remember off the top of my head for some someone tells me that it has happened but i've never really dealt with one that was like oh you're missing your spell book unless it was the dumbass thief in the party trying to be a dick and planning it on the pat you know but that's party bullshit yeah, uh, yeah i've never i've never had a game master burn away my spell book. The only time I've ever lost one that I remember off the top of my head was I had a choice. Run with the idol in my hand that we needed or run with my spell book in my hand that we needed and I chose the idol. That was the only it's the only time that I ever had that uh, issue that I remember. Mm. Yeah, but uh it's here. It's it's here in the thing where the game master can can uh can plow you dry whenever he wants to. With this stupid spell book. Well, I would say just like the horse thing, I would say that any game master does that as a bad game master. Yeah. So uh, now that you know your spell, you've memorized your spell. Now we're going to go into casting. All right. Once you memorize it, you you have to cast it. Now for a uh, for a, a magician, it's a little harder than for a cleric. A magician, almost every single spell has both verbal and somatic components. You have to be able to speak and articulate with your hands to make and, a spell And as a happen. side note, that is reflected when we start talking about combat next week, that is absolutely reflected in how the combat phases work. Yes. Yes, it is. Now, if you don't have both your hands free, you can't cast a spell. If you're gagged, you can't cast a spell. But let's just say none of those things are true. Your hands are free. 
your mouth is free. You cast a spell. Awesome sauce. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. If the caster is struck before the spell goes off, this is that, that means you're hit before your initiative happens. The spell's gone. It's disrupted. Just like first and second edition. It's just, well, no, well, yeah, it's just gone. <laughs> no, it's not just like, oh, it didn't go off. No, you it's gone. It. It's, yeah, you, you burned bur it. You burned you, the power of it. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that memorization is gone. You can't try it again. It just failed. You flubbed it. Now, yep. there is a concentration check. Option. It is an optional rule. I personally would would uh, make this in my game absolutely because because yep, that that is too much of a detriment to uh, uh, to to a spellcaster because a single point of damage you lose a spell. Well, and that's the way it is in both first and second edition AD and D is and a lot of people don't do that, but it's one of the most uh, why when third edition came out and things changed where they had that concentration check because mm -hmm. almost every game master house ruled that thing to say, okay, you took eight points of damage, uh, roll an eight or higher on a D20 or, or something to that effect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, always house. I house ruled it. Yeah. I, I like the concentration check rule. Yeah. And the, with this concentration check, it's based on your intelligence. If you, uh, you let, let's say you take four points of damage. All right. You, uh, you roll a three D six, add that four points. If that roll is higher than your intelligence score, you lose the spell. If it's lower, you are able to keep your concentration and the spell now can still go off on your initiative. Now, personally, I wouldn't choose intelligence for this. I would choose constitution. The reason being is because you really can't think yourself out of a stab wound. Yeah, it's, but I, but I, but I can, I can. No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, wisdom is not better. Is it's willpower? Yeah, nope, nope, not better. The reason it's, being, nope. Stop. Let me finish. Oh, okay. You you're concentrating on the spell. You are not concentrating on stopping. You know, like mind over matter over the pain thing. No, your brain is fully focused on this spell. Your willpower is fully focused on this spell. It's your body that has to withstand the pain. You just have to get tough. You just have to be tough to just bear this pain while your brain is doing other shit. So I would base it off constitution. But that, but everything you just said, there's a purview of wisdom because wisdom is willpower. No, you're, you're, yes, you're it absolutely you're, is. No, no, <laughs> I, I completely disagree with your false statement. Okay. All right, there you go. You just have to tough it out. You just have to get tough and be tough. Like, oh no, the constitution is 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 not a mage's trait. No, man, because on unless you are a warlock who is also trained in martial combat, you were not trained to withstand pain as as a as a magician. You were not. Now, I, now in terms of just direct rules, I I wouldn't change it away from intelligence because as a wizard, your whole focus is intelligence. So for game mechanics. I, I don't like, although I would say that, that uh, um, Constitution would be second to willpower or wisdom because, you know, that's actually what that is. Go read it. You, um, you like being wrong, but okay. All right, I'm ahead. not wrong. Read it. <laughs> Ravenslayer agrees with me, so you're done. Ravenslayer can agree with whatever he wants. Like, you know, two people can be wrong about the same thing. <laughs> but uh, as, as this so happens, <laughs> they are. <laughs> so uh, there you go. But, uh, but I wouldn't, I, well, first of all, I wouldn't change the Constitution at all, although I, I, although I do get why you say that. I would keep it at intelligence because the whole wizard's entire shtick is intelligence. It is. If, if you start throwing in all these different, I mean, you don't go to the warrior and say you have to make an intelligence check for this. You always just base it on one of his natural stats, which in this game is three of them. 
uh, uh, strength, dexterity, or constitution. So let let the character play to its strengths. I, to me, it's just it's part. Of, I don't want to say it's real, but it's part of what this game system no. is meant to be. I understand why they chose intelligence, and it makes it makes logical sense because you 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 don't want to. Well, I don't want to say you, you don't want to hamstring the. Uh, the uh the the magician for and now he has to have a high con no he doesn't have to have a high con what he has to do is not get hit not be a dumbass and get get uh stabbed in combat number one and if he's too stupid to not be able to do that then well you just you just gotta roll really well and the biggest or, problem or with that, that i see and and people do this a lot in fifth edition and we used to snicker when we did it in first and second edition is they just go right after okay that must be the healer because he's wearing a dress or, or, you know, he's got the holy symbol out. Attack right. that one first like it's a video game. Well, when in reality, you mash the pretty much the first person that comes to you. Most people don't see, you know, Chuck Norris running at him and go, I'll get back to you later. Hold on. Like, you know. No, I, I get that. And uh, that that's where attacks of opportunity, that's the only time I like them. You know, if, 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 uh, if you are running by someone who is obviously prepared to strike you, and you are completely ignoring them to strike someone else who you think is a more high value target. Uh, this guy's gonna gonna go. What the stab? What are you gonna do about it? Nothing, Be because you are you're focusing your entire attention on someone else who's beyond this person. So you you should be stabbed for for making this tactical decision. You opened yourself up to an attack. I get it. I get it. That's fine. And you know, I I would I would I would do that a lot to people who automatically go after the caster with, you know, trying to close the distance through the fighter to get into melee range with a caster. Okay. You're going to get, you're going to get smacked. You're going to get smacked by, by the fighter. Who's going to go, <laughs> you're funny. And beat well, you that's down. Way it that's the way it should be, but you know how people whine. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I, that's one of the reasons why I don't like maps and I are not, let me phrase that. I don't like battle grids. There you go. Because like, I move exactly this far. That shut up. Combat is a, is a, um, Scrum. A, a, a wang jangle. It's yes. a wang jangle. It's a wang jangle. There you go. Yeah, it, it's a wang jangle or a scrum. It's it's dirty. It's not clean. It's chaotic. Um, one of the things we'll talk about in segment two, I'm going to kind of get into that. That talks about that a little bit. But um, this whole clean fighting that uh, they started doing with third edition and now with fifth edition, where it's like I move this far. And like you talked about attacks of opportunity. I want to take an attack of opportunity on them. Well, are you in range? Well. I moved here, here, here. Uh, you know, I prefer the whole thing of like, look, you got close, but not exactly where you wanted to be. Maybe you can make an attack of opportunity if you lunge forward, move this way. But I don't want to move. Well, then you don't get an attack of opportunity. It's not this. I take a five foot fall, and I can do. How do you know what the fuck five feet is when you're in the middle of a chaos? Yeah, you, know, you, don't, chaos. you don't. Yeah, Ravenslayer said uh, you don't even need to get in a melee range if you have a kobold with a dart, or or a or a or a goddamn thief with a with a throwing knife. Yeah. And you 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 take that one point of damage from that kobold and his sissy ass dart, and suddenly you 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 lose your fireball. Fuck you, no. But but here here's here's my caveat to that: kobolds aren't that smart. Goblins Go after the guy with the that. dress. That's they're just smart enough for that. They'd have to be told. Yeah. Kobolds run around and yip and just attack whatever moves. I'm not saying that they're so stupid that they can't think tactically at all. But unless that caster throws something at him first, or something higher, say uh, you know a, a drow or an evil wizard or you know ogre magi or something like that, says I can hey, see that. But just coming out of the uh, the caves, especially low level. Now again, higher level games where they're like fifth, sixth level, and you want to do that to the caster, sure, because you're kind of fighting 
more experienced people. Yeah. Experienced right. opponents. Right. Even if they're not your level, somebody's still going to throw, you know, there might be 30 of them. Somebody's going to throw the dart at you still. I yeah. just, when I'm thinking, I'm thinking on straight low levels right here and you got like, you know, three orcs, a goblin and, and some other monster you can't identify. And all of a sudden they're mysteriously going after just the cleric and the wizard. I have an, I have a problem with that. Yeah. On, on, uh, unless they have uh, some some higher order monster or a, or a controller of some kind going, that guy right there, the guy in the dress. And and you know what? Turnabout's fair play on that one. Who do you go after? <laughs> Yo, you know what? Uh, we, uh, I always played uh, ma magic users in Dungeons Dragons. I never wore a robe. Ever. Ever. Because of that. I didn't. Yeah. You, well, it, to me, it depended on the world. It no, depended I, on the world that we're like in Dragonlance, you have to. Yeah, yeah, uh, you, you have to wear robes. That's just the way it is. Right. Yeah. But, you know, well, uh, that's, yeah, that's a whole different thing. Because I'm just that's thinking of other things thing. that, right. that, that I've done where it's like. This is I purely to... cosmetic. Yeah. In, in, in most games, the fact that if you want to wear pants doesn't negate your spell ability. Right. And even exactly. in, even in Dragonlance, wearing pants doesn't negate your spell ability. It just could get you murdered. Yeah, it just makes but, you an outcast. Yeah, exactly. So whatever. But yeah, the this this whole constitution check, I'm fully on board with it. I, I don't like the idea that a single point of damage done a millisecond before you finish casting a spell ruins ruins a, can ruin a ninth level spell. I don't. I, I agree. I, like I agree it. with you on that. I, I and like I, I like the system that he has here too. It's not a weird d twenty roll. It's three d six. I know some people are like my God. I have to roll d six for that. D twenty for that. I like that. I have a set of dice. I want to use all of them. <laughs> I don't like d twenties for everything. Spectrofire says pants are overrated. Max probably isn't wearing any currently. I'm wearing. I'm wearing. Uh, Pajama pants. I'm I'm wearing shorts. He's wearing shorts. Okay, now armor. Yes. Unlike in a lot of other games, a mage can wear whatever the hell armor he wants. Yes. Does it matter? Oh, I want to wear full plate mail. Okay. That's great. There's rules for that. And it you doesn't can... make it like a 99% failure chance either. No, no. It's 50-50 for heavy armor. 50-50 yeah, for the, for the heaviest armor type. Yes. Full plate the whole shebang with a, with a goddamn kite shield, whatever you want, you can <laughs> no. do it. You can do it, no, baby. You, you can't use the kite shield. You can only use the buckler. Cannot oh, that's cast right. yeah, the yeah. shield you, higher you than the buckler. To, yeah, you have to actually stick that kite shield in the ground and hide behind it while you cast your spell. That's fine, too. That's fine. You can do that because you have to have your hands free. But you can, you, can cast, you can cast whatever spell you want in whatever armor you want. You just have an armor failure chance. Light armor, it's one in six. Medium armor, it's one in three. Heavy armor, it's, well... Fitty fitty. Now, now uh, so many people complain about this. Is stupid. Why can't I cast an armor? Blah, you can. You, you can. Well, first of all, you can cast an armor. Why? Why do you have this chance of failure? Well, first of all, they, they, they I don't want to say it's cheap, but the generic, old school, traditional methodology is the, uh, the fact that it interferes with your movement. Well, I've worn chainmail at Renfest before, and I know that I can move around pretty well. Look, nope. Sorry. Uh, here, here, here's. Spell casting is very meticulous yes. and deliberate. You, if if you have trained for your entire life as as a magician, casting a spell in a certain way, adding forty pounds of armor to your back is going to change the way your arms and hands move. I'm sorry, but but also remember this: sometimes rules are put into the game to maintain a trope, to yep. maintain. A concept yeah. that's been around. You don't have to like it, like the grimoire or or the spell book. Wizards are noticed going through their spell books and so on and so forth. It is part of who they are. Now, it doesn't mean you have to have a cone hat, but 
whether it's wearing a robe or or uh, uh, you know not casting with armor on this case, whatever it happens to be, it keeps the trope. And to me, I like that. You know, th I don't like rules because I like people to be able to do what they want to do. But if you do that, if you allow anybody to do whatever they want, then it doesn't even look right. You're going to have everybody wearing plate mail armor, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> like throwing fireballs everywhere. It's going to be like Asheron's Call. So, yep. uh, and, and personally, I don't like. I like maintaining the tropes. Also, one last thing on that is it's a class-based game. It's not a skill-based game. So in a class-based game, you already are locked into a box. Well, this just ensures you stay in that box. Yes. You have a big box, but it is a box. Yes. You chose this lane, stick to it. Right. That's basically it. Okay, now shields. Like what what uh, what Max was saying earlier, anything anything above a small shield, you have to let go. But a buckler, or, or the, I think it even says just, yeah, a small shield, which is a buckler, may be carried but you have to move it up your arm to free your hand. No matter what, you do not get the benefit of that shield while you are casting. If you're a sorcerer, yes. If you're if you are if you are a, a major cleric, while you are casting, while you're while you're doing the the gesticulations of casting a spell, you do not gain benefit from that shield, even if it's still on your arm, because you've moved it out of position, just to be able to cast. But immediately before and immediately after, the benefit now reappears. So having a small shield is a good idea for, for a magician. It's a good idea. I mean, hey, man, it's, it's a free armor class, right? It's fine. So I like it. Real quickly, a couple of comments here. Mar Hawkman, that, that's not a D, this is a D&D &D type game, and D&D &D keeps its certain tropes. You don't see, uh, um, what's his name, Gandalf. That's Middle Earth, but that's what D&D &D is based off. You don't see him wearing armor. You don't see Saruman wearing armor. They don't need to. They use the magic as their armor. Mm -hmm. Um, so Kingdoms of Amalur, yeah, I played that game. I have a whole complete stream of it, 70-some 70, 70 episodes. You are right, but that's also not maintaining this trope. In Earthdawn, you can wear armor. The The problem with it, if I... Well, what the hell does it do in Earthdawn? Oh my god, I forgot. God, I completely forgot what armor does in Earthdawn to magic. But but there is a drawback to it. Uh, maybe, maybe it's an issue where you, the fact you can't wear it because it's heavy and so forth. I, I can't believe I've brain farted that one. Anyway, here, I've seen it, uh, it written up to be, well, the energy can't course through the metal and so forth. I don't care what the rationale that somebody writes for it. It's maintaining the trope. I accept it. All of the above. It's you can't move your fingers in the right position because you're not wearing the gauntlets or you, the energy won't come through because you're wearing metal and it's not natural. Or like I said, I don't care what trope you want to put in your game or all of the above. As long as it maintains the trope, I'm cool with it. And I think that this is a very good balance right here. Yeah. You can wear chainmail, but 33% of the time. Your spell's just going to fail and you're going to lose it. Yep, and you already see how long it takes to learn a spell. Yeah, uh, how many you get, you might not be okay with that. And yeah. then Raven's Lair, it does in this game. It doesn't go that deep into all the different types of shield. It's pretty much just small. Is it yeah. small, medium, it, large, or just small and large? Yeah, it's it's uh, small, medium, and uh, and large. I believe is those small, are the, medium, yeah, okay. small, medium, and large. So any small shield. The rules say small shield. It doesn't have to be a buckler, but any 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 shield that this game classifies as small. Of, of, of any kind of caster can use and not have to put it down but it will not help him during the casting of a spell yep. it will help immediately before and immediately after and every time in between but not while he is actually using using him now clerics have it easier i, I said earlier <laughs> yep i said earlier because most of cleric spells are verbal only they don't require manual hand movements or arm movements or leg movements or whatever so they can hold on to a, a shield hold on to a weapon 
and cast with just just like oh the the the, the power of Jesus compels you or whatever and and that's, boom that's that's turning that's not uh, whatever casting whatever <laughs> they 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 could just do it and 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 still have the benefit of their shield because they didn't need to use their hands for anything else they can use their hands for defense with the shield power of Cthulhu how power of Cthulhu compels you oh God I'm insane <laughs> there you go that's what happened that's what happened now uh, after this it's it's uh, just spell definitions. All right. And these are normal. The level of spell, I mean, the, the, the level of the spell and the level of each particular class that can cast it, the range of the spell, how far away it affects or how far away it, the effect starts. I don't know why, but this is always upsetting to me. This range of zero, just say self. I no, don't know what it, touch, any, touch, any, touch. Any, no, no. The touch is here. Yeah. That's for touch but for for a spell that only affects the caster i don't know and a lot of games do this they do do self self touch and then distance i don't understand why it has to be zero i don't understand I don't, that either. i'm not confused by it but it's just you I, know what? I don't like it it is possible that there that there is a spell in this game that increases the range adds yards or feet or whatever to the range and if it starts with a zero it can be added upon if it just if that says is the self, case, i will take it back but i haven't looked at every spell in the game but i haven't looked at every case, spell in this game i, I will take yeah. that back yeah but if it just says self that's not a distance so you can't add to it so maybe that's true or or you you can make that spell i guess and then the the duration of the spell how long the spell lasts and the area of effect uh you know how how big and then the components you require to to successfully cast the spell because the magic has to come from somewhere part of it comes from you other parts will be sacrificing the the unicorn penis or whatever so so i, I want to stop on components for just a moment Go, Go going back it. to dick dms okay yeah i don't i i usually don't use components in in ad and i do because i want to keep spell casting see i like lower magic worlds i don't like crazy high fantasy i always like magic to be something crazy i actually like uh forbidden lands where it's like you roll a 66 so two sixes on 66 a demon comes through a portal grabs you pulls you to his plane you're dead um I, or the dcc version of it I, I like magic to come with with uh power but some drawbacks now with that said i do like components but i don't like it when they make you micromanage every little nut and berry that you have it's really hard to to just walk that line though it really is, it, in, it is. In, in practice it almost never works well, no, no, I, I agree. What I tend to do is I tend to say, okay, first level spells uh, cost about this, but we'll just say 10 gold for this game. I haven't looked at the gold in this game to see if that's right or wrong, but okay, for every 10 gold you get, you got uh, spell components for, for a spell or maybe three gold or, or whatever it happens to be, right? It just, and every spell level differently. Caveat being things that are obviously expensive, like was it identify needed a pearl oh, or some me. crap like that? Or, uh, you know, if a spell needs something really weird, or if it's not used up, like the raw and amber oh, from a yeah. lightning bolt. Okay, no, you, you're right. You're right. Uh, for for the for the spells that actually say you also need a gem worth whatever for like trap the soul, I use those mm -hmm. for those high level super spells. That no man, you actually need that unicorn penis because it's integral to the casting of the spell. It's not some like oh I got to spend three hundred gold pieces on various sundries and nonsense, and have that in my pocket at all times. No, no, you need to trap someone's soul in this gem. So you're going to need that gem. Okay, great. I, I do the sundries, but I make it more generic. I don't like, okay, I want to get a vial of nuts. I need to go get four berries. I need to go get uh, uh, some snake 
peeing. Yeah, and uh, if you're in the desert, you're SOL. You're, you're just not casting that spell because, you know, fi fi find some good berries in a desert. Have fun. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'll right. wait here. No, I, I, I let them get the components for most of it, unless there's some sort of story hook. But I do want them to account for, well, how many first level spells do you have for this? How many, you know, because you can yeah. run out and be like, that, crap. That's the way that uh, Dungeons and Dragons Online does it. They have first level spell components, second level spell components. Mm -hmm. They're generic components that you buy. Every time you cast a first level spell, you go through one that. sack of components. I, I honestly didn't know this. So I agree with DDO for something. Uh, um, I still, again, you still have to get them, but I do make them generic with the exception uh, of this. And I do have you mark them off. If you cast that first level spell and it requires a component, let's say it says, I'm not looking at spells, but let's say that glow moss that Marhawkman put on there, which an earth on would be kind of common, but D&D isn't so much. Mm -hmm. um, okay, just mark off that uh, you've used uh, first level uh, components. So the next one says, I need you know a dirt clod. Okay, mark off that you used a first level spell component. I don't care what it says. As just long as you have the sack of first level components, right. you're fine. Exactly. And then yeah, once okay. you're out of that sack of first level components, well, well, then you got to buy some more sack of first level components. In theory, you could scat. Would you? You know what? Mm, go on. Yeah. Okay. So there, Stop there's the components. so damn technical. There, there's there's <laughs> the components. Now now then you go into the spell list. Now for, we're gonna look at the magician spell list for level one, and luckily they're all numbered. Go to the very bottom and you see they have 33 first level spells. This is where being a magician versus being a witch is better. It's the only time it's better, mm -hmm. especially in, in Schlo's game because they won't get that familiar first level. Not to start. Yeah. Well, not to start if it's your first character it, ever. But Once you know you what? Have experience of the game. I after, do after first level, it gets it, it, the, the utility of it drops off drastically. So after I'm not, that, no, 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 hold on. I'm not saying you can't have it at first level. I'm saying you can't have it when you just start the game. Okay. You can get it. You can get it at first level. Absolutely. Why not? You, there's one spell here that's missing that I love the fact that it's missing. What's that? It'd be in between these two. In between these two, what? Uh, 23 and 24. Uh, between read magic. Because read. you automatically, it's a class yeah, ability. It's a it's to class read ability. You, yeah, all, Thank all, God. Yes. All, all everybody gets to read magic. If, if you are trained in magic, of course, you're going to be trained to read it as well. Don't be stupid. It's dumb. Now, if you look at the next spell list, it's the cryomancer. Do, 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 do. I do snowflakes. Yes, it's stupid. 18 first level spells. 18. The next next one is illusionist. 23. I'd play next, a cryomancer. Next one is necromancer. 19. Next one is Pyromancer, 17. Next one is Witch, 27. Very, very close. You still, to you still only get three at first level, though. Yeah, you still only, but you get, uh, the, the Magician gets the widest variety. Yes. Of all spells, really, all levels. Gets the widest variety. The, the more you specialize, the, the narrower your scope becomes. Uh, come on, they changed Tasha's uncontrollable hideous laughter to ungovernable hideous laughter. Boo. Oh, come on. I know That'd it be can't something. be I know it can't be uh, Tasha's, but geez. It can be Frank's. <laughs> Frank's uh ungovernable. Now here's what I don't understand. Are there just lot are there just much less cleric spells than than uh than magic spells? Because if you look on the clerical spell list, table 69, the cleric, the generic cleric only has 19 to choose I from. do not know the philosophy he used to make this game. 
I don't know. But based on a little bit that I have read, I feel, and pardon me if Mr. Jeffrey Talanian ever watches this for speaking for you, but I feel that what he did was he picked the most used, most common, most iconic ones and got rid of the ones that were quirky. Mm. That's the way I felt. Now, again, I have not memorized the spell list to see which one could be considered quirky or not, but I have looked it over. And that's kind of the way I felt that all of these are just kind of the normal. Like this one isn't even in the player's handbook. This comes from, um, is it the cleric's handbook or is it the, uh, uh, crap, it comes from something after the player's handbook, the cure moderate wounds, but it's one of my favorite spells. Mm -hmm. uh, it's so, I mean, he obviously has knowledge of the game, right? of, of the original D&D &D game. And I just really think that he pulled out the ones that are, okay, yeah, that sounds great, but that's quirky, that's weirdness. If you do that, it's going to work in one situation, or it's overpowered because, you know, once you have it, you can just do this constantly. What, what, I don't know. I, I, again, not trying to speak for him. Okay. Uh, Cranso uh, says, for some reason, the illusionist does not get the identity spell. Well, then let's, let's, uh, let's move to, it. let's scroll to identity. Oh, you want me to go all the way down? Well, they're they're in alphabetical order. See, this is I, I don't like the way the spells are, are put together. I like it when they are in alphabetical order by spell level. See, I like it there, but it are, doesn't work the, for this. You are in it, the minority on that one. I agree I with you, but yeah. you, but we're in the minority on that one. People don't actually like that. Yeah, I I, I do, but you know, but you no, it'd be also be kind of difficult considering like uh, well, this one's the same three and three, but some of these uh, are two 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 are well, they're actually some of them are different levels. Uh, identify. There is no identity spell. Maybe he meant. I, Maybe identify. No, I, identify I get. I, I get because you know it's a. It's more of a knowledge thing. It's not. A, it's not an illusionary. It's not an illusion thing. Identify. Well, let's see. Is uh, but identify. Is, yeah, he doesn't get it. The ritual it's the requires only one six. That doesn't too. Yeah. Uh, that's page uh, one eighty five. Yeah, uh, this ritual requires six turns or an hour to cast in peaceful environment. And blah, blah, blah. Spell enables a caster to perceive the magical properties of one magic item per casting ability level. Each item requiring one turn to properly identify. Illusionists apparently do not get to uh, to identify magical items. I wonder why. I, you uh, know, why are they special? And the pyromancer, or you know, is you know, can do it, but the illusionist can't. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I can't answer that. Although no, I don't just know. just knowing that doesn't bother me. Just okay. So the illusionist, I don't know. I kind of feel like the illusionist spends time worrying about making things that are fake out there, doing you know you know fire oh, displays and so oh, on. Oh, so okay. No, no, I get it. I get it because the the identify spell its sole its sole uh, reason is to find truth. Whereas an illusionist's sole reason to cast spells is to obscure <laughs> truth. That's Earth Dawn, but go on. <laughs> but hey, you know, it, it fits, right? I mean, right, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, I feel a DM could, or, or sorry, referee in this game could could verbalize it however he wants. I would go with that trope because, again, I like Earth Dawn and I like how Earth Dawn limits things based on that kind of ideology. So, right. But they, they are the only one that, 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 that specialize in, in, in things that are not true, whereas the identify spell, its sole purpose is to find truth. I mean, to be fair, the warlock can't do it either, but. Well, the warlock, you know, he's 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 busy with his sword and his shield and whatever. He doesn't have time to to devote to this nonsense. He just he just if it, if the fireball spells work, he'll just stab you. Doesn't matter. Shit to do. 
But yeah, anyway, while, while we're here, as you, as you can see, the level, uh, Magician level one, Cryomancer level one, Necromancer level one, Pyromancer level one, Witch level two. These are, are the levels at which each of these classes and subclasses can, can uh, learn the Identify spell. And the duration is one turn per caster level. Now, it, it says in here, the ritual takes an hour to cast, and then each item you want to identify takes one turn, and you can do them in order, one after the other, with, uh, one time for as many CA, uh, CA levels that you have, your caster, your caster ability. You know what I like about this spell compared to the D&D &D version? What's that? You can do it while adventuring. Yes, yes, as long you as you have an hour. Eight hours. <laughs> yeah, as long as you got an hour to sit, you know, then you could do it anywhere. And Cranso, I, I actually could see an argument for taking out the Cryomancer, Necromancer, and Pyromancer and yes. just having it the, the purview of the Magician and the Witch. I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what he was thinking in this one. I don't think it's a problem, personally. I just don't. But at the yeah. same time, I, I can see why somebody could make an argument for all of them or one or two of them or... Actually, the only one that has to be there is the Magician. Yeah, because because the I think the witch does too. I think it's pretty, you know, the the whole brewing and, and looking into the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She she uh she really lo look looks into you know the how, how things are built and and how they work together. So yeah, I, I I could see her having the identify spell as well. So the the magician and the witch they're the only ones that are locked in my in yeah, my eyes. I agree as yep. having the spell. But uh, let's let's do a random spell. Let's do heat so metal. Just tell me tell me page it's on. One eighty two. Okay, that's close. Heat metal. This one is only for the pyromancer and the druid at level two, which makes sense. The pyromancer specializes in fire, duh, and the the druid specializes in all things from nature. Guess where metal Element, comes from? Uh, well, I, I would think elements. Well, yeah, but metal. guess guess where metal comes from? I'm not Chinese. I don't believe in metal being an element. Well, apparently, <laughs> it's druids not natural. Are Chinese. But uh, this this is very very much like the like the AD and D version of the spell for each round that that you are you are affecting the metal it gets hotter and hotter and was hotter. it a cleric spell in um uh no no I, I believe it was a, it was a wizard spell i mean clerics clerics could have their own i think they uh, had their own version maybe was it okay but, uh, I, thought, but I thought it was a cleric spell i almost never played cleric and i remember having the spell so okay okay so each each round it, it heats the metal and the duration is in nine rounds that means if you can concentrate on a specific piece of metal for nine rounds, it will get hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter until the ninth round happens. And uh, if, it, if it persists for, likewise, is quick to cool, the, the, it persists for nine rounds with metal treated thusly if in contact with skin. Hey, guess how long it takes to put on, uh, to don and doff uh, plate mail armor? Oh God, how that's a long time. It's 10 like, rounds? 10 rounds, yeah. <laughs> a coincidence? No, it isn't. Because uh, that that's you hot 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 hot. Now uh, I would say that if you want to cut the straps, you could do it faster. But yes. you're, you're basically ruining the armor for being worn. <laughs> yep. You can't wear it anymore until you get that repaired. But if if you cut the straps, I would say you can get out in half the time. It'd be in the player's handbook, Ravens. They're not the DMG. Yep. But yeah, for every round it gets hotter and hotter. You take more and more damage every round that it is touching your skin. Great. Okay, that's that seems fair. And the pyromancer and druid. What games do you play, Mark Hawkman? <laughs> Why? What is he saying? Can you teleport it off of an ally? Wow, man! No, no, <laughs> you can't. 
you can't but other but that that's that's a good idea well no that that's a horrible idea but it's you're 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 in, you're in the you're in the right framework because a uh, a cryomancer who's on your team can cast a cold spell on your armor or 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 uh you know uh, lower the temperature there's there's a spell for that is there an opposite of this Th there's no there's not a direct opposite but but there is something that that lowers ambient temperature i would say that would assist you that 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 would cool the metal somewhat or if uh if if you are doused in water that would cool the metal somewhat so, so i was looking for something real quickly here cuz i thought it was in this chapter it might be in a different chapter like if we if we go back up to the uh, to the table of contents for the spells, okay. and okay. we look at Cryomancer, uh, Cryomancer, here we go. Uh, chill touch. If you if you if you touch the hot armor, I would say that would help. Uh, let's see, freezing hands, same thing. I would say that would help. I, I'd have to look at actually what the spell. I think yeah, freezing yeah, yeah, hands yeah. is just burning hands. I, I don't know about that, but um, frost sphere. I would say that would help. Again, I would have to read the. Well, here's cool metal. It's right there. Which which level? What level? Level two. Level two. Cool metal. There you go. Let's just let's just skip to cool metal. Okay. So yeah, tell me what page that's on. Okay. A B C D E F G. We got all that. Cool metal. Found it. Oh, I just passed it. Where the hell did it go? There it is. Oh, page uh, got one. It. Okay. All right. So uh, does it say that it can actually cold protection resistant to game harmful? Blah blah blah. blah. Doesn't say now again. I'm not saying that a game master couldn't ruin this. I was just wondering if it's actually written in here, like, hey, if somebody does heat metal, this freezes can... metallic objects to blistering temperatures for every CA level of this. It, it is the exact opposite of heat mm -hmm. metal. So yep. I would say it would cancel it out. It is literally the exact opposite. Lasts for yeah, nine but rounds, it's, but it's not identified as a reverse. And I'm not. And it's, I'm not. I wouldn't argue this either way. I'm just saying that if a game master yeah. said yes, that this cancels it out. I say cool. If a game master says no, it's it's uh, not literally the reverse. It's a separate spell and says no. I, I'd be cool either way. Okay. I I would I would argue that the the way it's set up and written is almost exactly the. It's, it's even formatted the same as the heat metal spell. Yeah. You know, it has the same range. Okay. I mean, I, again, has the same I, has the same would, duration. I'm pretty confident that I would let it happen because yeah. you're you're wasting a spell slot, uh, you know, to do this anyway, just to save your friend or just yeah. to stop damage to your friend. I'm saying I could see it, a game master or referee. I got to use the right term here, referee, um, going either way with it, and I wouldn't be mad. Of course, unless it was me, then I'd say it'd have to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't say it have to work because because uh, you know reasons and logic. But yeah, there you go. So, uh, but also if you could somehow conjure water and spray it at the, at the, at the guy's armor who uh, that's being heated, I would say that helps too. Because uh, you're, you're Ravens cool are, we, we don't do first edition. We do second edition and nobody can read that. It is really tiny. I don't know what you're talking. What is he talking about? He posted a message. Where? He sent his direct message to me. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm guessing. I see... Oh, so third level. Call lightning. lightning. Well, if heat metal, that might be heat metal right there. If it is, then that's definitely a cleric spell or a druid spell because call lightning is a is a cleric spell for sure. It is. Yes. Either way. Either way. Um, it's a it's first edition, so you know it's like three point font. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's druid spell. Okay. Yeah, so that's basically how spells work. You know, there's a there's a level you can learn it and cast it, 
there is a duration, there is range, and there is your dance. Now, uh, th this is where your your casting ability comes in. In the uh, when, when I when I first saw uh, fighting ability and casting ability, I thought casting ability would the the that the mechanic of this game would be you have to roll to hit someone with your spell. I mean, oh, oh, really? Okay, interesting. Yeah, because you know what? I what do you it. do? What do you do with fighting ability? Right, I get it. Yeah, so casting ability, they they format it the same. So I figured it had the same effect. No, your your casting ability has nothing to do with hitting somebody's spell. Spells, just like AD and D, they just basically work. I mean, it, it as long as you're not stabbed and stabbed by that stupid kobold or whatever with his dart, it's just going <laughs> to work. Okay, it's going to work. Now they may resist it. They may have an anti magic shell or some other nonsense that does it you know, whatever, but it still happened and it still technically hit them. Casting ability in this game gives, uh, corrects it, or fixes one of the most commonly complained about issues of magic in first and second edition AD and D. I'll, I'll let you give what the secret is, but it, it corrects that by making it its own term to some of us. It's unnecessary because we already understood the other terms, but this just out of the gate, just negates it and says, this is what you look at. Yeah. In, instead of your total level uh, de, de, de determining the power of your spell, it's your casting ability that determines the power of your spell. So if you are a straight up caster, like a magician or a cleric or whatever, this follows your level one through 12, one through 12. But if you are a specialty class that also has other interests, say the warlock, then you're devoting a lot of your time to the martial arts to fighting ability. So you are not going to be as good at casting. So your spells are going to have the power. Well, if you were in first straight and up second edition, you had your, your character level and you mm -hmm. had casting level and casting level was different all over the place. Uh, so your the casting level of a wizard is fifth level, but the casting uh, level of a ranger, well, wouldn't even have spells then would no. be like, you know, second level or, uh, you get third level spells at your sixth level of casting. You know, some mm -hmm. of the verbiage was just weird. This yeah. just says, bam, casting level, have it. It's right there in a chart. I, I like it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the same thing we all know. It's just, there you go, one chart for it instead of saying, okay, this means this, and that means that. Right. Uh, for example, let's, uh, it's got to have some kind of fireball here, right? Yeah. No, like chain lightning. Let's just do chain lightning. Oh, Fine. Crap. What, what page? That is page number 160. By the way, what while I'm here real quickly, um, what page is this? 166. Look at all these italicized spells. These are the ones that are reversible. reversible. Yeah. But you have to memorize it as the reverse. Yeah, that's the same you as to. what you're supposed it's, to do it's, in Yeah, D &D. it's the same as D&D. Okay, so uh, chain lightning. Discharging from the fingertips of the sorcerer is an arcing bolt of lightning. It strikes a designated target for 1d6 hit points of damage per casting ability. So a, 12th, a CA-12 caster is 12d6 hit point damage bolt. Which, for me, I love the balance between first edition D&D and second edition D&D. And I also love, by the way, tangent here, they wrote it in one of the Forgotten Realms book where Elminster still threw a 20 hit die fireball. Which, in second edition, it caps out at what? 10 die fireball. Yeah. This one says, I don't, we're not capping it, it's just based on your casting ability. Right. So, you can do 12 die fireball, and yet you're only, what, 12th level in this game. Yeah, that, that's the max level, right? It's 12. So that's the best you can do. Now, of, of course, Chain Lightning, just, just like uh, just like you know Chain Lightning from AD&D, it's uh, every, every time it hops, 
you lose you lose a one one d six of or one d of damage for every hop. Now this this one specifically states that the spell will jump to the nearest object, whether it animate, inanimate, friend, foe, doesn't matter. So you got to be careful, very judicious in how you cast this. And this means that people can throw up defenses against you. You know, I, I would say if you shove a, a copper rod in the ground and the bolt hops to that, it will lose three dice because it will conduct a lot of more energy into the ground. Before well, it jumps I, well, to the I next get person. where you're where you're coming at there. I, I think that gets too scientific. I, yeah, yeah, I I understand. I understand why why a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't want that because it it, it can slow down the game and it's it's more science than it's I necessary. I might do it as like a one time thing. Like, yeah, if you remember, like how I loved it when people came up with these awesome yeah, ideas yeah. of their spells, but you knew they would become game breaking. So I'd be like, you know what? This time I'm letting you get by with that. That's a fucking awesome yeah, idea. Have some experience point. Don't exactly. do it again. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You know, if, if someone thinks of that, it's like, wait a minute, yep. if, 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 if I, if I shove this highly conductive thing into the ground, you know, and wouldn't it, wouldn't the lightning be more attracted to that than me? Yes. I mean, the exact lightning rod. I mean, it's, the yeah, term. it's a light, it's the term <laughs> lightning rod. So yes, if you, if you jam a giant metal piece, a uh, giant metal pole in the ground, that will jump to the rod first before you. Okay. Well, unless you're in front. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're directly in the path, then you know it's not going to like miss you. It's 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 not a it's not a JFK magic you're, bullet. You're, you're still grounded. You're yeah. still going to get hit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, okay. So yeah, it'll hit that first, then you, and you'll end up taking less damage. Number one, because it hit that first and it lost at least one D. But I would say no, it loses it loses three D because because it is a literal lightning rod. Okay. One, one of the things I like about how this spell is written up because I'm reading it for the first time right now, by the way, mm -hmm. is. In in AD and D, the good side of it is they kind of say what it is. It goes this far and bounces, but they don't exactly tell how. The good side of that is the fact that it allows game masters to make determinations, mm -hmm. which I like. I like the power to be in the storyteller game master, you know, in conjunction with with character common sense, right? Or player common sense. Sorry. Yeah. On the flip side, this kind of gives like okay, hold on, because you know when those arguments come, there's no. Bounce off the wall and then come to me when I'm standing over here. Blah 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 blah. No, right here it says how it's going to bounce. So I do like that. You know, sometimes I think things get a little bit too rules lawyery, but this is one of those that I think needed to have it. And I'm and reading this, I like it. I like the way it's written up, especially when you get down to here and it says, uh, "Bolt would strike all seven arcs and then arc back to the caster." <laughs> that's that's how it works. I mean, I mean, it's going to be significantly diminished at that point, but it's still going to hurt a little bit. Here, here uh, here's another one. Chain lightning will continue to strike as many objects as the caster has CA levels. It can strike each target only once and it will always stay within the range of the spell. So as long as you are outside the range of the spell or stepped out of it or whatever, you're fine. So what is the range here? Range 240 feet. But oh, range is 240 feet. And then let me guess, does it go the same as it did? Okay, if this is written up like, and I'd have to look at it a little bit closer, but if it's written up like what first and second edition would be, you know, it doesn't come out of your hands. It starts where you say it to. So in the, say it to start. So in this case, it'd be 240 feet away from you. If it only goes 100 and some odd feet, you're safe. Oh, tree 100 feet away. Uh, what the hell is the strikes designated target? Do you see a range in here? Uh, just yeah, the, the range, the initial range, 240 feet. Oh uh, no, it does. No, I'm sorry. No. 
it discharges from the fingertips of the sorcerer. Okay, so you, so oh, the sorcerer damn. will definitely be in range. <laughs> oh, sorcerer initially, the sorcerer will definitely be in range. But if, if uh, what I wanted, what I want to read is, uh, we'll continue to strike as many levels. Uh, it can strike each target only once, and it will always stay within the range of the spell. If it strikes a large tree, iron rod, or other like attractor, the It'll lightning be will be diffused. Well, there you go. It's not the even minus three dice. It's just no, done. it's just gone. Yeah. So if if it's a large tree that's that has obviously deep roots, it will or or an iron rod stuck in the ground, it will just channel that all into the ground, and your spell's done. So Ravens there is posting like the entire text of. I know what the hell, man. <laughs> Apparently, we needed to know that. We, I, I can't. I don't. I don't need to know that text right now because that's a huge wall. <laughs> well, it's going to be on there for the people to see. Yep. If you want to read it, there it is. You can. All right. So yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Like th there's there's even science in it. Look at that. We 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 got science. There you go. Large like trees to, and lightning like take rods. Take back what I said then. It there wouldn't be a one-time use thing. It would be there every time. And well, so that means you now have to start walking around with a metal rod. Well. Or a tree. Well, what what level are we talking here? Uh may uh mage uh magician level six, cryomancer, cryomancer level six, and necromancer level six. They're the those are the ones who can use chain lightning. Uh, I don't cryomancer. Know well, no, cryomancer does make sense uh, because really? cry. Yeah, when you get into the base elements, considering that there are only two, there's the pyromancer and the cryomancer. The cryomancer would most likely be water and air, where the uh, pyromancer would most likely be maybe earth, uh, fire and air, or fire and earth. Um, lightning yeah, is but the, the necromancer. That's yeah, puzzling that to me. Are there any undead? Yeah, I don't know why. There, yeah, there, I, yeah I, there are undead sure no no i mean are there any undead that focus on lightning um I, normal undead i'm not talking like one no. shot undeads written in a freaking dragon magazine not that somewhere. i recall i mean you think about it like zombies no skeletons no yeah wraiths no Ga gas ghosts no specters, no ghosts, vampires none of them have lightning abilities i mean lich but that was already that, cast no no anyway. yeah 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 that that doesn't count because he was already cast or has the spell mummies they just rot you yeah, yeah i don't know i, I don't know i why. don't get it i don't get it Maybe they just need another damage spell? Yeah, they, 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 yeah, yeah. When he, when he wrote it, he was like, man, these guys got like one damage spell. I got to give them more. Okay, that doesn't make sense, but it's scary, well, right? Until I actually get a character up to this high and can do things, I am not going to cry about how he designed his game. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Chain Lightning's fine. Don't worry about but, it. And as somebody who plays Necromancers. <laughs> that's true. Maybe just use a long sword spiked into the ground to block it if you don't well, like your sword anymore. Yeah, if, if if you if you want to break your sword or at least dull it very very much, melt then, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if if it's not say a two handed broader bastard sword, it's gonna melt. Well, one of uh, the things that I absolutely despise in games, and so I'm glad he put it here, and it's kind of based on our discussion. Is I really hate it when people get all like, no, 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 the actual when you have dew point combined with air pressure and then this happens and it really wouldn't melt this because it's got a density of four points shut up it's magic it melted your sword get over it yeah i i i and i gotta be honest i'm guilty of that sometimes as well depending on what i'm playing where it's like no no no. in this one circumstance the colors on the paint wouldn't run or the coast of the paint wouldn't run because actually blah 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 it's like no shut the hell up the spell is called run paint it ran <laughs> you know <laughs> it did what the spell said shut up I know, I know, right? exactly. there was a saving throw it failed paint yeah, right shut up all right but that that's basically uh 
magic. I mean, there's, there's one one more thing I want to quickly talk about. Okay, what is it? I didn't see it at the beginning of this chapter, so it might be in a different chapter, but what it's still it? related to the same thing. What is it? It's quick. It's quick. It basically says, "Hey players, you've got this character that can cast spells. It is your job to know what your spells do, not the referee's job. The referee has a lot of stuff to do and isn't going to memorize 300 spells that are in this book." Over the course of time, probably yes. But you need to know your spells and not look them up. So there's another slowing reason why I like you only start with three. What's that? It's just a lack of slowing down gameplay. That's you right. don't want. So that that's what, uh, you know. So yeah, yeah, you only start with three. So even out of the gate, any any idiot can know what three spells do. I'm not saying you're an What's idiot. Ravens are saying I'm just saying you can too. What I do? Uh, <laughs> save versus lightning. Uh Diablo 2 Necros have spells that fling bones at enemies. Uh, that's fair. Okay, this isn't Diablo 2. Yeah, this isn't Diablo 2, though. But but uh, <laughs> actually... Uh, uh, you can fling plague rats at people, according to this one. There right you go. Here. Plague rats! <laughs> Conjures forth 1d6 plague-infested rats. That's beautiful. All right, so next week... Um, I want to scroll down. Well, next is is uh, is the... The um, big one. No, 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 no. No, af after this is not is not physical combat. It is uh, uh, tr transport and gear. Oh, oh hirelings. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be hirelings and gear and encumbrance and all of the rules and. Do you traditionally and, uh, use encumbrance? I do. Well, see now that you don't use spell books, but use encumbrance. I'm the yes. exact opposite. I use spell books, but I don't use encumbrance outside of common sense. I don't like micromanaging that I have 10 gold and that's another this and, and so forth. I, I use a generic encumbrance, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I use encumbrance just, just because, uh, you know, there there's, there's only so much you should be able to, to haul with you without taking, oh, I agree. Without, I agree. without taking a hit, you know I mean? I just like it to be generic though. Just like, you know what? You're trying to wear carry three backpacks. Even if those backpacks aren't full, they're still not. Have you ever tried to carry things that are just lopsided? Yeah. <laughs> unwieldy is unwieldy, the word yes yeah is the word of the day on that one yeah discombobulated discombobulated <laughs> that's nice yeah um but yeah so next we'll have um adventure time movement encounters and then we'll see uh we'll see if we have time to get start getting into combat i don't know if we will i mean this isn't that much there no it's I not really that much there but an encounter could could be a long one I don't expect the adventure, the time, the movement to take so much, but the encounter could be. I mean, it's, it's only it's only two pages, but we could have just a lot of stuff to talk about it. How I, it's different than D and D, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, haven't, I, I haven't. This read is it yet. actually an area that I know pretty well because I made note cards on it. And uh, oh, good it's, for you. It's not all that. Oh, it's not. No, the, okay. the main the main thing about it is uh, it you you move a lot slower in a dungeon. So yeah. uh, you only move was it a hundred? Uh, I have to look it up again. But you only move. Um, what, what is the movement rate in this game? 40? 40. But that 40 is over is, the course of 10 minutes or something like that. I might have the numbers exactly. I think uh, you know, I, I think that 40 is over the course of one minute. You, but yeah, you might be Outside. Right. Anyway, the, the point is, is you, you actually move much, much slower. And the whole point is, is you're in a dungeon trying to see in the dark, trying not to trip over stuff, yeah. trying not to run into a gelatinous cube, which I don't even know if that's in this game, uh, trying to not set off traps and find secret doors and so on and so forth. Yeah. So you move a lot slower. But I like it. In uh, well, no, wait, hang on, no, that's that's next time. Next next week, yep. Next week, <laughs> that's we next week. There you go. So, does anyone have anything they want to say about spells? Uh, how this, how it works in this game, uh, what you like, what you don't like about it, how it, 
how it's the different or same than AD&D or second edition AD&D or whatever. Now's the time. Go ahead and throw it up in chat. Trying to find Kaz in front of your feet and you fall. Yes. Look at me and Mom Paquetto's car. Wait, what? So long as the character doesn't look like Mon Pa Kettle's car from the movies when they are moving. I think what, what someone is on pain meds. I don't know. What did I miss? Oh, encumbrance. I, I got it. Okay. 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 Um, yeah, I don't remember what we talked about a minute ago, let alone. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so what, what I like about spells mm -hmm. is that uh, the, the magician has the widest variety of, of spell list out of all the spell levels and uh everyone else is, is, a, is a much truncated list and of course it's it's tailored to their specialty that makes sense but uh it, it could have easily it could have easily gone like oh yeah they they all get the same list but the uh the pyromancer can can memorize one uh an extra fire spell the cryomancer can memorize an extra uh ice spell just just like in in uh, D, &D like with the specialty wizards yeah. yeah you know you get one extra per day no you get the same amount you just don't you just have, you just have a thematic focus the, yeah you have a thematic I, focus right I, I know you like to poo poo the cryomancer and pyromancer and i'm, I'm on the yeah, fence on that one i would have to see it played first and, and find out uh i mean maybe the pyromancer again i have not looked at the complete spell list maybe the pyromancer really is a true damage dealer one of the things that i can't stand about a lot of games is when you think of a damage dealing wizard, a lot of times you think of the fire caster, right? You know, the Evo evocation, evocation specialist. Yeah. Yet every creature in the game is resistant to fire. I know, right? And Doesn't it's like, okay, this is stupid. Well, um, the, the 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 evocation wizard in Dungeons Dragons is not just fire; it's any it's yes, any yes. uh, pr uh producing the energy. Yeah, yeah, the uh, theme. Right. You play whether it's a computer game or a role playing game. So many times you're like, oh, dude, I'm gonna go balls to the wall fire. Sure, I can burn myself a little bit too, and I might singe the walls, and I might burn down the town. There are some drawbacks, but damn it, I'm gonna burn that guy too. Oh, he's he's forty percent fire resistant. Oh, this thing's fire resistant. Oh, this thing's fire. it's like what the hell. Um, uh, Krantz is talking about specific spells. Well, uh, let's start with Mar Hawkman's. Uh, Mar Hawkman's was uh, feelings on custom spells. In a game like this, you don't need them. No, you don't need custom spells in this game. Uh, the 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 spell list, uh, e even even without reading the whole thing, I know I can tell by looking at it that this was weighed and measured. That adding your own spells to this is only going to imbalance it. On top of that, if I really 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 had to put a custom spell. I have the the second edition AD&D spell encyclopedias, which is every single spell ever written for the game up until like the last six months before the game went defunct. Um, so if I really needed to add one for some reason, I would just grab that and bring it over because those are already pretty much set up for it. So um, I'm not for it. I'm almost never for custom spells in a game because, look, it's like I used to tell people about the game Battletech. Every single person in this world can use the mech construction rules and build a better mech than what's given in the in the technical readouts. But there are reasons why those technical readout mechs were made. Well, same thing here. Anybody can build a better spell than the fireball spell or the chain lightning spell or whatever. Um, but ultimately, this is what is set for the game. It's balanced for the game. Right. And uh, I'm looking at the command spell. Uh, that's page 161. Oh, I and, already uh, okay. got rid of all that. All right. And... Uh, it is a single word command okay, that, so see, but on, until you have an intelligence of 13 or a six hit dice or more, you don't even get a saving throw. No saving throw. 
Yeah, I think that is more powerful. Than and a necromancer version. gets it at level one. Gets a command spell for a, a, for level a living being? Level one. Necromancer level one. It's and it doesn't bananas. say only usable on undead? No. No. Okay, that's weird. Because that, that was a cleric spell. It is. It's a, also level one. Well, I'm talking in, in D&D. It's a, it's, okay. a, it's a cleric spell. Okay. Why is it, my yellow my yellow fingers here? Why, why are they? Uh, that's weird. <laughs> you can see through them. That is true. But uh, yeah, he is right. This this thing is bananas. Interesting. Yeah, that's it. Because uh, as somebody who played a cleric somewhat recently for second edition, um, the command smell is nice. I mean, obviously, you can't tell people kill themselves. They just well, pass out, out for a round or whatever. You, yeah, but... they'll pass out. But yeah, you can do that. Yeah. But they'll just pass out. My favorite was just stop. Bye. Um, let's see. Also, the uh, custom spells take months or years, and the GM has to final say. Well, yeah, as long as the GM has a final say. I mean, anybody. In a homebrew game, you do what you want. But I would say that if you're trying to homebrew spells or make your own spells, play a game that's built around that concept, yeah. like a, like a hero system game mm -hmm. or cha uh, cha no, that is champion uh, um, yep. GURPS or something that's more system oriented. I mean, first edition Earthdawn, even though I don't exactly think they balance that well, but first edition Earthdawn had a whole book on how to create a spell. Hopefully, fourth yep. edition comes out with something a little more balanced. But uh, um, Play a system meant for that. Else, it's 100% homebrew, and if it ruins your game, well, right. you, you put it your in dice there. And takes your chances, right? Yeah, that's right. How it works. Uh, Curse of Gilead Bones is insane. I didn't. I didn't read. Again, we haven't read all the spells. Uh, uh, that are one of the dungeon magazine spells, most of which are not. Well, no, the sp the spells, the uh, most of the dragon, it'll tell you it's from Dragon Magazine or Dungeon Magazine or Polyhedron Magazine. Most of them are in there. I'm not gonna say every single one. Somebody may have missed one, but a lot of them are in there. But I would say to a T, every one of those publication spells, and by publication I mean Dragon, Polyhedron, Dungeon, right. are are broken. They're niche spells supposed to be for one NPC to do something that's a, that's got a story purpose. And if you give that to a player character, almost every one of them's busted. Yeah, it's 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 going to ruin any any uh, module adventure. Ruin it. Okay. Or a module. So I think a lot of the modules are in there too. I mean, I, like I said, I, I have to this day, I, I get, I don't have every single spell memorized and where it came from. I haven't found any that weren't referenced somewhere else, like where somebody said, "Ah, I got this book." As long as it's an actual true publication. Right. Not saying there isn't one, but uh uh okay, yeah, let's uh are we ready for segment two? Anything anything we wanna I mean uh, did did we do our smile more bitch or whatever the hell that comment was? What was that comment? <laughs> uh I, I I got oh here it is. Here's the note card. The comment was um fucking smile like you're enjoying yourself and laugh, bitch. <laughs> there, I'm laughing. There you go. Laughing. That was that was a comment relation uh, in relating to uh, what the people think of the live stream. <laughs> Apparently, they think we're too grumpy, or not grumpy, uh, too serious. Too serious. Okay. Um. All right. So, segment two. What we're gonna do here in segment two is we're we're gonna change it up a bit. First of all, I don't have anything scripted or even real notes other than some ideas I wrote. Oh God, I love my. <laughs> That's a yellow note card. Um. Anyway. Other than something, now this one should be missing the top, yeah, because that's actually green. But hey. uh, uh, other than some things I've written on a note card, now some of this are things that you guys have posted in Discord. Some of these are things that uh, came up over the last week or so and so on and so forth. We are not going to get to them all. 
Uh, but there are a couple that I would like to, to start with. And again, I wrote nothing because I just want to do this off the cuff. This is me and Heathen Dog having a conversation. Okay. So the, the, the main crux of what we're going to talk about uh, um, are tropes and concepts, and whether it's a game master and player or game system versus game system or whatever, in tabletop role-playing games. And the first one I'm going to start with, that's a big one. I'm not going to start with that one. I'm going to start with uh, class-based or skill-based. Now, some people swear by, I like class-based, blah, 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 and I like skill-based sandbox, so you don't tell me how to play my game, blah, and so forth. Now, before I, I pass over to Heathen Dog to give his opinions, I'm going to tell you right up front, I like them both, but they both have weaknesses. I like class-based games because I like knowing my lane. I like the trope of, this is what I do. It's one of the reasons why I love Earthdawn's Disciplines. Because not only do you have a lane, you have a train of thought you're required to maintain well, well being in that lane. Yeah. If you're Losing short, your lane means you're boned. Yeah, you, you lose some of your abilities, at least yeah. temporarily. Um, if you're a sword master, you... God, stop punching the damn microphone. If you're a sword master, you must be a showman. Now, it doesn't mean the second you wake up to the second you go to sleep. But at least while you're in combat, you must be a showman. Must. That's just... It. I mean, if you can't do that, you're not playing a sword match. So, so part of that, I, I like that because it lets you know the lane. Now, the, the drawbacks to that are when you want to get outside of your lane, it becomes difficult. It becomes nuanced. It becomes stepping on some other player's toes and, and et cetera, et cetera. And, and, that, and it might just not be balanced right. Like, I don't like multi-classing and dual-classing in D&D because I think it does ruin some of the balance of the game unless you're in a small party of three or four players. On the flip side, skill-based games. I love the freedom that skill-based games give you. However, my experience in skill-based games, like uh, Chaosium is a, is a perfect example. I used to play, uh, not, I didn't do Call of Cthulhu, but I did other ones like Stormbringer and so on and so forth uh, back in the day, um, is that, it, this, the, or uh, even White Wolf is a, pretty much a skill-based game. People took the same skills. All of a sudden, everybody's the same character like one might have one nuance over here and one might have another nuance over there and i'd say that white uh, that the world of darkness the old one not the new crap uh tried to do that with like the clans or the schools or whatever they're called the uh, the for mage and so forth you know they tried to get around that a little bit but ultimately everybody had this skill everybody had this skill and maybe one or two nuanced ones on the side because people come to find out that those are the best builds to do so either you're way too homogenized where everybody's, you know, I, I can cast spells, I can fight, I can, none of them great, but I can do this. Oh, you too, you can cast spells and you can fight, oh, that's great. Or everybody's got the same skill list, like, oh, we're both great computer hackers, you know. So that, well, that... Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, I, I get that, I, I, I do, but uh, that's the Game Master's screw up on that Yeah, one. but then you take away the player agency and that's the whole point the of a skill-based sandbox. The players don't agencies, to hell with them. To hell with the players. They're, they're only trouble. They, they get in the way of the story. Players get in the way of a good game master story. You and see, to, I, th I think there's have, a balance between the two. Yeah, you have to treat players, as a game master, you have to treat players like children. They deserve no agency except the illusion of agency you give them. Okay. That's it. Oh my God, worst thing ever. So as <laughs> as, as a game master, if you're, if you're game mastering a, a skill-based game, then you have to make sure that they are that uh, they as a group have the variety of skills necessary to accomplish the goals you're going to set forward in your campaign. 
if you have no, a list of a hundred skills in the game, though, and let's say the characters can only take ten of them, and I'm dead set on being some sort of investigator, so I so I take uh, take ten skills, but I take it computer journalism. That that's a fun one that I see in a bunch of games. Uh, photography, hey, a palladium. I'm talking to you, uh, you know, and and so forth. Um, I mean, yeah, that that meets a shtick, and you know, I'm making my news reporter, my April O'Neil character. Yeah, uh, great. Good job. And someone else in the party has to be the the the, the guy the guy with the guns, and someone else in the party has to be the the magic guy, whatever. You know, or whatever the theme it, of the game is. Yeah, yeah. It, it is the game master's job to make sure that all the necessary skills are represented. And if no one wants to take those skills, you tell them, hey, this these skills in this category over here will be necessary in the future. If you don't want to take them, you are screwing yourselves over. I will laugh. I will have a good old laugh at all of your expense and feel nothing but joy at it. So discuss. So now the, the flip side of that is now that you've said that everybody takes those four skills. And, and that, that's kind that, of kind of it narrows the party where they, you know, that is a classic idiot overreaction. And I have absolutely no compassion for the players. Remember, player agency is stupid. Remember that. That's the watchword. I, I don't here. fully believe it's stupid. I think it's over. Um, players only deserve the illusion of agency. They shouldn't actually have any kind of power over the game master at all. None. Other than they don't show up to play the game. Other than they don't show up. <laughs> That's it. That's all they get. I, I generally agree with that. I, I, I'm not as at, believe it or not. Do you believe that heathen dog actually went more adamant about something than me? Hold on. I got to fix that. I got to, what am I going to bitch about? Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I do believe that, uh, that uh, that's what a session zero is for. Yeah. And you session zero, you set the tone. This is what the game's going to be about. And one of the things that I've started to do is, and I know that there's in the OSR community, there's this big dichotomy between, a storytelling game versus an RPG game. Fuck off. It's all the same crap. If you play Monster of the Week, it's just it's still a story game. You're just not getting deep into the immersion. If you're in a campaign mode game, it's still an RPG. Because like for me, I consider both to be good. I know some of the OSR people hate storytelling games. Well, like I hate Fate Core. I think it's a shitty ass game. That's a pure storytelling game. Mm -hmm. But what I was going to say is one of the nuances, one of the things I like about modern gaming that I really see in like the free league publishing games is that they kind of force you to make your characters together. I know in the past, like when I was in high school when I was in the air force and, and you know, and, and up until like third or fourth edition D and D man, I would just be like, Hey man, I'm going to make my character tonight. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Nowadays. It's not like that. What's that? Just remember if heathen dog sounds reasonable, it's time to up your meds. <laughs> I think, I think uh, you met him. I think you met him. <laughs> yeah. I, ah! No, uh, so anyway, somebody clip that. No. Uh, so uh, my, 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 my point being is one of the things I like that the Free League publishing games do is while they're still old school and they're still hard, in, in, even though they are kind of rules light, is that one of the concepts is in order to get experience, you have relationships with each of the other characters. And that is mm -hmm. built into the game as you make your character. So I know when I make my character, okay, there's Heathen Dog over there. And I've decided let's do Forbidden Lands. Let's do just, or a generic fantasy game alpha. I don't care. I'm going to play the wizard and he's going to play the warrior. Well, why am I the wizard with him? Why is he the warrior with me? And we start to, we actually write, it's just a sentence or two. It isn't some great backstory, but a sentence or two that just says, Hey, um, 
I need this warrior because I'm playing Astonishing Swordsman's Hyper uh, Astonishing Swordsman Sorcerer's Hyperborea, <laughs> uh, and uh, I only have one spell I can cast today. I need a sword, yeah. and it might be as simple as that, dude. I need your sword. You There's nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong. And then later that. on, you're gonna need my fireballs. Yep. Or my chain lightning backup, because by the way, you're wearing metal armor. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you anyway, so. Me. Yeah, right. So, so you you can build it. And I think that's what's important about a session zero. I no longer, and I know some people freak out over this. They haven't to me, but I've seen it happen. I no longer let people make come in with pre-made characters. No. For no. any game I ever run anymore. And no. you will sit down with the other players in the game, and you're going to discuss your characters. I don't care if we're rolling up Ninja Turtles. I don't care if we're rolling up uh, uh, you know, uh, Dungeons & Dragons characters. I don't care if we're rolling up uh, uh, Call of Cthulhu Detectives. You're gonna, we're gonna sit around the table in the session zero and make our characters. So, uh, anywho, so, but, but for me, I, I like both skill base and, uh, and class base. The one caveat is when people try to bastardize them together. Hmm. I have never seen a successful class-based game that gets opened up to let players do whatever they want. Oh, I believe in a little bit more openness. I don't like classes. They're so restrictive. Then play a skill-based game. Oh, I don't like skill-based games because then it just allows them to go in 400 different directions. And you know, I, I like to kind of have them have their own lane. Look, I have not seen a system. Uh, both systems are good to me. I can play in either. But I've not seen a hybrid system that works. I can't even name one. They're usually homebrews. Oh, okay. Then no, never mind. Yeah, Be because because uh, every company knows that that's a ridiculous idea. Just I, I, I hope so. Yes, I'm sure there's one out there. Somebody's being like, you haven't heard of you know dwarves in space? No, I, I no, haven't heard. No, of we that. haven't. And there's a, there's probably a reason for that. I've got a bunch of games behind me, and there are probably fifty or so games I played in this uh, in the '80s and '90s, uh, especially the early '90s that uh, I've I've played. Harn, Torg, Traveler. Oh, actually, no, Traveler is one of those weird exceptions. Um, you know, the original Doctor Who, the original Star Trek, blah, 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 that I've played. Makes a two-character background. That's or, Session Zero right there. That's, that's Session Zero. That's Some session people zero. don't like to do yeah. that in their games, and I'm, and I'm okay with that for their games. I like characters have backgrounds, but they have to come up with the core of their background together. If you want to nuance it after that, that's your business. But I can't have... I'm a thief who hates all gods and I stab every cleric in the back. And then the party's got a paladin and two clerics. Yeah. Then you can't be in that party. I'm sorry. I, so, I, I guess you either change your background or make a new character. I, that's pretty much it. So, so since it's going to be short, I'm actually going to skip and go down to this one, which is literally player agency versus railroading. Now you already said the player agency is bullshit, but there's a quote yeah. that, that I wrote down here. And I have to admit in the past, and by past, I mean when I was younger, you guys may have seen it, but I don't know. Um, it's what my character would do. My character will never, uh, let's use the Jedi thing. My character will never use a blaster. Ever, 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 ever. Well, you know what? Obi-Wan shot Grievous with a blaster. He didn't like it, but he did it. Nope. I will let my character die before I use a blaster. And That's I the have dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I have seen that shit before. No, you haven't. Stop it. Yes, I have. Stop. Absolutely have. There, there's no one that stupid out there. Stop it. You just, you just making up stories. I, I, I wish I was. My character would never, would never do this. The one time that it was okay was a Wu Jen who said he'd never cut his hair. Because that's part. Of, the Wu Jen loses his magic if he yeah, does that. Yeah, and you know that that's worse than dying. Right. So I get it. But just, just human psychology. 
even even demi-human psychology, you want to you want to extend it. Uh, there is a situation that can exist where anyone will do anything. Mm-hmm. A pacifist will murder in mm-hmm. cold blood. The, the the most righteous man will will uh, uh, turn away from God. Look, look, let's stop with that one for just a second. Whether you're talking in story form or you're talking historically, that is one of the most common, I don't want to call it tropes because it's a real world event. That's one of the most notable uh, uh, causes of story, the, fa- the fallen hero mm-hmm. uh, or the uplifting hero in the case of Constantine, if you want to go that route with it, whatever. That absolutely, it's not just a trope. I, I can't remember the word for it, a story hook, a uh, uh, story element, a uh, plot, whatever that absolutely exists is the character who is put in the situation and wants to be like, I would never do this. No, I am, you know, I am Lancelot. I am justice and I am righteous and I am, Hey baby. (laughs) And I just put, put my pee pee in you and that's fallen hero. Yep. Yep. There you go. I mean, it it happens all the time because it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. The, the, the more, the more you are adamant, the, the, the stricter you are, on never ever breaking a guideline, the more likely you are to break it, given enough I, time. I will never say that somebody can't have these stances. I will never drink alcohol in my life, ever. Okay, you know what? You never drink alcohol in your life. I, and maybe you never have drank alcohol in your life, and I'm not going to say that you failed. Where I have a problem in D&D is, okay, you guys need a, a dragon egg. I'm going to do something really ridiculous. You need a dragon. No, you need the dragon's hoard. Dragon isn't going to give it up. However, this dragon has decided that... Uh, all you have to do is drink this, and we will not devastate this kingdom. Otherwise, tomorrow, you're going to see a flight, a flock, a murder, whatever the hell it's called for uh, dragons. And we are going to burn down every wood, every city, every village. Just drink. I don't care if that fucking thing is filled with poison. They're probably going to do it. Yeah. And if you don't, you're the dick. You. Yes. You're the, you are now the bad guy in the story. But I stayed true to my word. Yeah, I did. Your, your, your <laughs> ideals murdered tens of thousands of people. You. But I stayed true to my character. That doesn't mean anything to all, all of the brand new widows out there. Okay. Oh, it's just a game. My, I'm playing my character. I, uh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to bring this back. To I know. The I know. Also. I know. Yeah. yeah but, but here's the thing. A bit, because player agency is bullshit. That 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 choice was an illusion. I would have set this person up to fail for my amusement. Now he just wants a wingman for ladies' night. Yeah, for uh, because now what happens? Everyone's going to know he did this. Everyone's going to know he sent the dragons to the land. Everyone's going to know he did it. Everywhere he goes. He's going to have women and children spitting at him and throwing rocks in his face. Men will just all the time try and kill him. So, so let me give you a real event that did happen. This is back long before I met you guys. The paladin stick was he would not ride a horse that was not pure white. It seems arbitrary, but okay. The the quick version, well, he was holy and he always wore white, so on and so forth. Fine. And a symbol of his God. That's what he wanted to do. That's fine. Sure. However, we needed to escape. The only animals that were out there were not pure white. They were offered to us. We took him and rode off. He ran on foot. Guess who didn't make it? And then he yelled at the game master for not... Well, we didn't use the term player agency then, but uh, he, for, for not letting him play his character. 
Oh no, no. I I You played I, your character. You played, yeah, you played your character exactly how you wanted to. So good on you. So my character is chaotic neutral. He takes a flask and forces it down the paladin's throat. Get out of my game. Actually, I no. I, I, no, no, no I this is this that. is me. I I have a huge problem with players fucking with other players at the table. Okay. I see too many games. I, I get his point. I get yeah. his point. In this but instance, I, it would be criminal not to make him probably. drink it. It'd be literally criminal because you know all these people are going to be murdered. So yeah, I I I, I would allow it. And uh, I, I would giggle at the at the at the guy who didn't who didn't want to drink. I would giggle at him. But he took away my agency. No, you never had it. You never had agency. You had the no. illusion of choice. All right. I, I don't have. I mean, I'll just ramble if I keep talking about that. So uh, unless anybody else wants to say anything about uh, playing, you know, really what the point was is like when when does it come to where you, I don't want to play in a game where I'm railroaded to do everything. Yeah. Where it's, where it's just like final go west. Final go down the dungeon. Final do this. I mean, there's some of that you have to do. Yeah. You, know, you can't be like uh, the game master's trying to lead you to the north to get you to the city and everybody's trying to go south. I mean, I actually saw this happen. Another thing I saw happen. If Von Zark was here, he probably remembers it. Game master is trying to get us to go from this city down the road to the next village over or city over, whatever it was. We decided to take a boat and go the other direction. He was pissed. Instead of leading us back around through, say, a shipwreck, or like, oh, by the way, I'm not actually going to the next island. I'm just going up to the city up north over here, or, you know, or something like that. He freaked the fuck out. Oh, and, and we just, because it was fun, because we were young and dumb, we just kept going the opposite direction. He ended the game. He's like, fuck this, I'm not doing this game anymore. Now, that was kind of a whiny game master, but at the same time, players have to know. Yeah. They have to find a reason to say, okay, Obviously, the game master wants us to go this way first for a quest or whatever it was. He doesn't have a side story available at this time. It's kind of indicative upon us to find a reason to go that way. If you're just saying no for the sake of saying no, because, oh, I heard there are evil people there and I will never go to a town of evil people or whatever your rationale might be. Well, then, uh, OK, great. Your character stays here. If you want to continue to play, uh, make a new character or, buy, you know, there does come that point as well. So. Um, all right. Let's see. Do, 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 do we did class and skill base? I don't want to talk about that one. What's on this? Uh, nope. So the next one is going to be some tropes. I've seen videos. I've read blogs. And I've seen people talk about three in particular. But concepts that are in Dungeons and Dragons, but not just Dungeons and Dragons, but many games that a lot of people feel are no longer welcome they are old they're simply legacy you know legacy things that we're used to but they're unnecessary and here are the three we'll talk about each one in kind okay alignment initiative and hit points all the okay. hit points kind of comes with a caveat okay uh i'm gonna strike down immediately uh hit points because that is uh, that Right now, I'm thinking it reeks of player agency, which you know I hate. Well, if you use a game, well, we might call them hit points. If you think of a game like Shadowrun, it doesn't use a hit point. It uses system. hit boxes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what they're, what they're saying is that hit points and armor class kind of hand in hand. Armor class doesn't make sense because it just means hit or miss, when really it should mean uh, armor reduction. And hit points, it's abstract and 
you know, you do four points of damage with a sword that can honestly kill somebody in one hit. You know, they're they're trying to put that together and trying to make it more realistic. So that is the easiest one to say. No, hit points need to stay. But the point was for most of the times I read is that there's a better system out there. Maybe a hit system it says your character can take three hits instead of you know you have 25 hit points. I don't think that's any different. But that's one of them that's put out there. Well, a trauma system. Okay, yeah, a, tra a trauma system. Okay, like Shadowrun. But yeah, look like, like Shadowrun. But the problem is like three hits. Three hits from what? Three hits from a toothpick or three hits from a bastard sword. These should be weighted differently. Okay, now with with the hit point thing, yes. Uh, if if you stood still and let someone cleave your head off with a with a longsword, you just die. That 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 is called a coup de grace, coup de gras, <laughs> and uh, and they have rules for that. But in combat, everyone is constantly moving around. You're not ever gonna get an absolute clean hit. That's why well, there's a in hit true point combat. One or two, one or two hits usually takes out someone. Well. Even an armored person, because uh, they, I'm not talking two knights fighting each other. I'm okay. talking like the phalanx. Two line. knights can keep going for a while. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they died more of dysentery than they yeah. get to pissing on themselves than of. <laughs> yeah. Than of actual combat. Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, it, it is, it is, it is true. But uh, if, if you're a first level character, you only have between one and 10 hit points. You can take maybe on average two hits from a two handed sword before you're dead. I do believe that hit points are, I think that hit point numbers are too high. I think that they a get fifth, too high. Yes, they, they, they do get too high. That a 10th level character should not be as easy to kill as a first level character, but hit points should be maybe a little more, but relatively the same because, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, again, I understand what hit points are supposed to represent. It's not just damage. It's also like uh, stamina. It's also like yeah. your ability to dodge See, away from the attacks. If you want to do that, then then you would use the vitality system. Right. No, no. I, I, or SDC versus hit points. Yeah. And so or I mean, there, are other yeah. There, there are other systems out there. I, I absolutely get that. But the main thing was, is that people think that it, it hit points are too high. Hit points are passe. The, the vague uh, nomenclature. I mean, uh, somebody proposed an injury system, which while I like, I think would really slow down a game. Like, oh, you were hitting the hamstring. Oh, you were hitting the juggler. Oh, you were hitting the arm. You were hit. Yeah. Which again, I like the idea. I just don't think it's good for a game you want to keep moving. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the hit point one is one I struggle with. I don't know what's right on that. I think most games, like a game like Dungeons and Dragons, I don't like changing an IP. I think they should stay in Dungeons and Dragons. Just like I think alignment should stay in Dungeons and Dragons because it's a core part of the game. Do I think it needs to be in every game? Well, let's see. Earthdawn wow. doesn't have alignment. Champions yeah. doesn't have an alignment. Uh, uh, Duel doesn't have alignment. Right. It's yeah. not a necessary thing that has to be in a game. But for D&D, why does it matter? Well, it matters because certain spells are based off it. Intelligent weapons are based off of it. I mean, there are some things that are actually based on your Integral, Integrally uh, incorporated into the game that you cannot right. separate from alignment. You just can't. Right. Um, with that said, I, uh, you know, alignment's one thing I've always struggled with because... You know, I don't like characters that change alignments, but sometimes that crap just happens in life. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the, the, I, we, we talked about this before, the the uh, Dragonlance uh, uh, floating system. I like that. I like it a lot. Where you are in alignment, if you do do too many so, things so that they, go they away, call it a morale system. Morale system, I mean, you, you go into a gray area. Mm -hmm. You're in danger now. Maybe if you're a priest, you start losing some spells. Or whatever, or or if or if, if if magic is dependent on your alignment, you start losing that as well. You have to work to get back to your stated alignment, or or say f it and keep going, and become a completely new alignment and take whatever punishments 
and caveats that that holds for you. So I think the only things, the only ones that should have to worry about alignment are priests and paladins. Yeah. I mean, unless your world is like Dragonlance, using that example again, where... Magic I is mean, all from gods. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, magic is from yeah. gods, basically. Yeah. But but other than that, the only ones who have to worry about it are, are priests and paladins, and they should have to worry about others. I don't know if it's important, but I wouldn't yeah. take it out of the game. I would still keep it there because it is integral to Dungeons and Dragons. Now, on the, not on the flip side, but one of the alignment systems I always kind of like, though, it still can be considered somewhat restrictive, is the Palladium system one. Yep. Scrupulous, uh, what is it? Apparent. Unprincipled. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and all so that forth. Stuff. Yeah. It's it's a lot more descriptive and it gives you a lot more leeway than yes, especially uh, if you play yeah. scrup or unscrupulous. That's yeah, like your if you play list. unscrupulous, you're still a good guy. You're still basically a good guy, but you you get to do some some uh Sometimes you know, Han you might Solo shut that type door and things. say come back to me later. <laughs> exactly. You, you you get to do some Han Solo y type things now, you know, and still be a good guy. You're you're the you're the roguish, you know. You know, you got a heart of gold, but the outside is a little tarnished, you know, and you get to play that. And that that's a lot easier to play mm -hmm. than than, you know, principled. Now, I would not take away the alignment system from D&D. &D. No. I would not take the alignment system away from Palladium. But my personal preference would be, and I'm going to say this game again, is like what the Year Zero engine does or Forbidden Lands, you know, New Zero, so on and so forth is it's part of your background. It's part of your relationship with the characters. And each one of those games has a different additional take on this so for uh forbidden lands it's called pride and maybe i'm a thief and i pride myself on opening safes i mean it can't be something too crazy but uh you know that's something that i could run across and it's something that when i get to a safe i get bonuses to do that because i pride myself on that now what does that have to do with alignment well not directly nothing mm -hmm. but it's more just character background that says, as long as I do this, that's my pride. I fail, that can no longer be my pride. I have to pick a new one. <laughs> you know, but you but again, you get the bonuses. You also have the ability to push your role in that game and so forth. You remember those past videos. Yep. But my 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 point being is I also have my relationships with Heathen Dog's character, with Garthon's character, with uh Ravenslayer's character, Marhawkman's uh Krantz. Uh, I I have that relationship built in, and that's what's played on. So my relationship with Heathen Dog might be, I hate this asshole. And I'm gonna one day, one day. That cup that he took from me, it's going to be mine. And my relationship with Garthon might be a, God, he's my best friend. I will save his life at every moment that I can do because I just feel that, you know what? I need him and I'm nothing without him. You know, something to, you know, to that effect. So you can have the darker side. You can have the lighter sides. How are you want to build it up? And, and those are kind of extreme examples. But my point being, uh, I wouldn't say Han Solo is neutral good. I think he's more chaotic good. But... You know, that, that's that's another thing. That's another thing that people say about alignments is that people argue about them too much. And yeah, people do argue about them too much. I, I get some people have different philosophies. Some people think that only doing this is good. Some people think the gray area is being good. I don't want to get into that philosophical debate because that could last for weeks. Yeah, but. Well, that uh, is one of the arguments used to get rid of it. Right. But this the, this is this is what I do uh, with a, a new D&D group. Uh, because you have to use alignment. So this this is what I do with someone. Well, who some get says, rid of it now. They just say it's gone. Yeah, well, I don't use it. You know, then they're not playing that game. But uh, I agree. Yeah, but uh, like see, he uh, like this this player wants to be a cleric. It's like I want to be a cleric of 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 Asmodeus or whatever. I'm like, okay, hang on, back up, Ringo. Okay, we got it. We got a problem here. 
what character, how are you going to play? What, what is your character's background and how are you going to act? Well, well, lawful evil, he's a devil. Uh, well, hey, no, 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 no. We're not talking about his God yet. We're talking about his character. And okay. he, he describes his character to me. I make a judgment that that is a neutral, good character. Okay. You, if you play the way you envision yourself playing, that's neutral. Good. You have to pick from this list of gods because these are gods who will, who will accept you as ain't one of them. So here you go. And well, he that, might, te- he might tempt you. <laughs> yeah. He might, he might try and talk to you, like chat you up a bit, but it's not going to be good for you. Now this really, really helps because it's uh, he, as long as he stays true to the vision, he, he, he uh, put forward in the game zero, he will never have a problem with his God ever. That's taken away. Only if he decides to stop playing the character like he envisioned and start start playing the character differently, that is a choice that he made to move away from his God. And that's I agree on with him. Ravenslayer on that one. Osmodius would put the temptations in his yeah. path. I, yeah. I can see that character falling to sure. Osmodius. Sure. But again, he would literally have to change alignment though, because Osmodius yes. is going to say, hold up here. You're going to have to prove this to me. And it might not be, you know, kill your parents or something like that, but let's use the trope just to make it easy. You kill moms and dads and, uh, okay. You know, and then, and and then in good, well, no, actually he'd be lawful evil. So no, he wouldn't renege on the deal. If it was a, if no, he'd have to keep his word, but, but he could twist it as much as he wanted to. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I, I do that. Uh, you gotta say, you could get the idea of your character, how your character is going to be played, how you want your character to act, how, and then, then I will determine your alignment by what you say. So if you, if you say, I want to, I want to be a paladin, no, 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 no. You don't want to be shit. You want to be you. Tell me about your character. You give me the background. It's like, oh, I always help the poor. I always do this. I, I always feel like there's good in everybody. And you, that, you have a, sm- a group of steady friends to play these games with, don't you? Because I can tell you right now that at gaming stores, you would be ostracized instantly. Well, I am. And I don't even have, and I, and I do, do kind of believe in player agency. Yeah, I don't you know, but the the player the, the the only agency the player has is is what I dole out to him in crumbs. That's it. That's it. Every everything else is an illusion. The 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 actual agency they have is how they want to play their character. And if they say I want to do this, I want to be that. Like, well, that is not compatible with the other people in the group. You're going to have to think of something else. I definitely is, do that. Cuz this is oh. you against them. Or what I'll do is I'll let the players sit around the table, and if one person says I want to stab, you know, I cut the hands off all thieves, and this one says I steal from all priests, I I either say work it out or no. Yeah. You know, or one of you, one of you has to change. It's up to you who. I don't care, but that that will make that will make a group that doesn't work. Right. And and, and there's something yeah. that I just uh, that is one thing, and and uh, my current game master. Well, we haven't played because of COVID, but my, my current game master and I have talked about where he just, he'll let players do whatever. I despise, I just so despise. No, that's, that's just chaos. Play, player. Well, I mean, he, we don't have the problem directly, but he's just like, well, I'll, I'll let take it out, fight it, whatever. I hate that. I, I just grew up in the environment. Uh, part of it was my fault where we would antagonize a couple of players in the group or they would antagonize us. And it, you know, I don't talk a lot about my, uh, experiences playing back in high school because most of the games weren't fun because we spent more time as a group fighting with each other than actually getting anything done. So I, I just hate the entire concept of party conflict. Now, I might stick a Raceland in there or I might stick a, a Polymorph Dragon in there if I know that the player is really experienced, you know, and I think that later on it could be fun. 
Um, now I'm not talking bringing a disguised drow or bringing a disguised vampire or something like. Because first of all, that's real easy to find. What do you mean I'm sensing undead? That what? Uh, you know, some crap like that. But I I could put I, I let one guy play a fairy dragon one time. I may have told you guys about that. At, um, because I knew he was a good role player, and actually everybody loved him. I was very skeptical that everybody loved him in the game. So I can do things like that, but for the most part, I want the party to be, here's the story. You guys find a way to make characters that even if they have arguments, because I think arguments can be fun. Yeah. The Sturm, the Sturm Raceland dynamic, I liked, especially since Karaman always stepped in to protect him. It had this dynamic in there. I liked that. But I don't like it when it's like, really? I draw my sword and I'm gonna I'm going after him. You just ruined the game for everybody else. That's what yeah, yeah. that's all that just happened. Especially yeah. now as adults. People are gonna be looking at their watch and be like, you know, I, I got, got I got other stuff to do. I got kids that do this. I'll just go and watch them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. so yeah, uh the and for for me, the the way to fix all of that is to take away their agency. They don't have the ability to do that because I because they I, I make them build their character to be team players. I make them build their character to fit into into this mold. Now they they have the agency to to give me whatever background they want, but if I don't like it, try again. If if I think it won't fit into my campaign, well, you gotta try again. I want you to review Fate Core. Okay, the, the last one of this list is uh, and this is the one that gets me. And this is where you and I might flip a little bit, where I'm going to be the one of F off to people, but initiative. I don't... First of all, I'll just be up front of you. I like initiative rolled every round. Now, I'm not saying that the way it's done in 2nd edition or 3rd edition or 8th edition or for whatever is the right necessarily the right way. Um, and I have a caveat to that roll every round thing. I cannot stand this roll initiative once, Put your little clips in an order and just keep going around the table. Why even fucking roll then? Just start going around the damn table. I mean, if it doesn't matter what the initiative order is, just go around the table. What's everybody doing? You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I like initiative because I like that random, because I'm a firm believer that combat is chaotic. It's chaotic. chaotic. It's random. Yes. So this round, you go first. Next round, he goes first. Now, Again, there are ways you can slow the game down, ways to, and that's another thing I want to talk about in a second, but there the ways you can slow the game down to make it maybe a more interesting, like what I call a momentum system. So for every round you win initiative, you get a plus one to your initiative until you lose it to a max of like plus three. Um, just because you've kind of got that initiative going, you've, you've got the momentum, the momentum you've got yeah. him on his heels. Right. Um, but that would slow a game down, so I've never actually implemented it. Uh, the, the other side of this is actually in the game that I'm developing, I have no initiative. There's no initiative in the game because literally combat is a scrum. It's kind of like the phase system. It is what I call the order of operations. This happens and then this happens and then this happens and this happens. But everything that happens at that time is simultaneous. Mm. With the exception of surprise and ambush, if you're in the melee, the melee combat phase, me attacking you and you attacking me happens at the same time. It's all just... Yes. Okay. Uh, and we could both kill each other. It's technically possible. We could, you know, so, and, and that's, uh, that's an idea that's actually been stemming up in more and more games. Uh, but the, the, here, here's the argument that people say about initiative that just drives me fucking crazy. It slows down the game. How the fuck does rolling a couple of dice slow down the game? 
I mean, does it technically take a couple of seconds to roll those dice and say, okay, who's highest, who's low? Sure. But how does that slow it down to the point where you've yeah. lost all interest in it? Yeah, it's it, it's the same as saying chewing food slows down your eating process. <laughs> right. So I, I just don't accept that. Well, but you want to keep it going. You want to keep it going. You want to get... I did it in Earthdawn. Earthdawn actually has kind of phases before you even roll initiative, which is, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, actually, Astonishing Swordsman and Sorcerers has that as well. Mm. What are you doing? What are you doing? Or what are you attempting to do? 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 Okay, everybody roll initiative based on the actions you're trying to take. Uh, you're adding two steps to your initiative because you're using Tiger Spring. You're doing, you know, blah, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, roll. Okay, who got the highest? Uh, I got a 13. I got a 16. Okay, 16, go. I don't see that slowing down the game. Well, yeah. I, I'm on a 16, uh, but I want to hold my action until after he goes. Okay, you're holding your action until 12 because he goes on 13. 13, go. Uh, I just don't see that slowing things down. I, 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 I keep reading that argument. I don't get it. Uh, hopefully somebody in chat can tell. Maybe in segment three, you'll pop in here and tell me how that slows the game down for you and makes it unfun. But I, I don't see it. I like randomized initiative i would but i'd rather play with no initiative than do the bullshit where you roll it once per combat and then that's it because at that point i'm just gonna say just you know this time i start this side of the table da, 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 da. okay now i'm uh, this round i'm gonna start that side of the table da, da, da. okay now i'm gonna start with you da, 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 you know there's no point in it there's literally no point at that so either roll initiative or call it a scrum go ahead and take See, it away i i i i like initiative i like initiative so i don't want to lose it I want to keep it, but rolling initiative every round. I don't like that. Usually I do it once every three rounds, but what so I kind make, of its own built in momentum system. Yeah. Way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, every three rounds, the, the combat is fluid and the, the order of operations changes. Great. Now what I love using is casting time and weapon speed. I oh, yes. love it. I love it because Same if, here. Oh man, it, it, if you have, if you roll a five and you're a wizard and the rogue rolls a five and you're casting a third level spell, you're eight. He's attacking he's you with a, a shiv. Oh, he's no, attacking, a short sword. Okay, a short sword. That's a one. He's going to be able to there stab you. They're both eight still. Yeah. You're, you're right. No, I, I got you. I agree yeah. with you 100%. Use the exact example. I love yeah. that. Yes. And, but but that's only in second edition because first edition rolled D6s. I know. It's uh, weird. I don't. I, I, I thought it was genius. I thought it was genius because you could, even if you kept the same initiative number throughout the entire combat, you change weapons, you change your initiative. You change yes. spells, you change your initiative. And that's and I love the fact that that ninth level spell, you're a high level wizard cast that ninth level spell, but it's going to take you damn near the full minute. I know some people turn it to 10 seconds, but it's going to yeah. take you the full round. Everybody's going before you. Yeah, or you better you have that, a lot of bodies between you and the enemy. Yeah. Or that you claymore. You're the warrior using that claymore. You know you're going to pop off 3d6 plus 5 damage, but you've got to pull that thing back. You've got to go, ah! In the meantime, the rogue is like... <laughs> yeah. You know? I Basically, you know, love it. hold out your guts with, yes. the, with, his, with his knives. Yeah, it's true. I am a firm so, believer in, in, this, in, this, in that system and as well. If yes. you want to roll own initiative at the beginning of combat, you can... And you can still get the the goal you want of of uh, of momentum and and ran and randomized combat because the people can adjust what spells and weapons they use. Not everyone just has a sword. You have a sword, a dagger, uh, a, a dirk, or whatever, and you're like, oh crap! I rolled really shitty initiative. Well, I guess instead of the sword, if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get to him in time, I got to use this. I got to use this dagger. 
Yeah, but then you get in the whole thing of like takes around to grab your weapon. But yeah, like, I don't uh, do that. I don't do that. If if you have it on a sheath, if you have it in a you know on your belt, you can just you can just grab it. I mean, it's a dagger. You just pull it out. You know, it's on your body. If it's on the ground, then you got to stop, pick it up. You know, like that. You you break it. But come on. I mean, I I don't necessarily d disagree with that. I just me personally, I like I like it every round because sometimes the the way I build it in. Let's say you went on a on a, t a thirteen the round before. So you were obviously doing something that was kind of slow. You rolled high, plus you're casting fifth level spell or using a long sword or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. But now you're going on a six. Well, it's because the flow of the action was you got that off and you're able to just swing into the next thing, throw that fireball out there, whatever, or vice versa. You went on a three last time because you're doing something quick, but now you're going you're going on a 13. Well, yeah, it's because you kind of tripped over your feet. You thought you were grabbing your spell component, but shit, that wasn't the actual spell component. That you, Now you get this. You can build the narrative around that. I still, the thing is, though, is I just don't think it slows the game down. Well, uh, I know somebody's getting all scientific with me. Yes, it does, because it takes time to, to declare your action and roll the dice, blah, blah, blah. You're going to have to declare your action no matter what, so you can leave that shit alone. Well, in the modern and the more modern ones, you declare and take your action at the same time because you base it on what's happening around you. Now, in the older ones, and including Earth Dawn and so forth, or and, and uh, Hyperborea, you declare your intent, roll initiative, and then you do your action. Right. But I like that because, like with Earth Dawn, and you know, I kind of changed the rule on this a little bit. I actually made it worse for the players. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it has a rule that says if your intent was to cast, I know the spell isn't in the game like this, but cast Fireball. And then you change it to, oh shit, I'm going to poke this guy or I'm going to cast magic missile or, or whatever. That was, that's a minus two to your roll. I change it to plus two, uh, or minus two steps. It's, or sorry, it's supposed to be plus two to your roll. I change it to minus two steps because I really want it to be something you think about. But changing action meant something. Now, with my right. scrum system, uh, the, the, the chaos where it's like it just happens at the same time, Three people could punch one guy, and yeah, only one of them needed to hit him to kill him, but you all did it, but that's the nature of a fight. When everybody's, ah, gotcha, ah, 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 you know, chop, 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 that arrow comes in and kills him, you're still coming down with your sword. Yeah, I get it. So, so I, I guess, mean, so, I, so I break mine into phases of, of spellcasting, uh, item use, uh, um, ranged attack, melee attack, and that is not the order, because I didn't want to give the order, but, and, oh, and movement. There are actually two phases for movement. So that, that's how I handle it, handle it for mine. And everything that happens during that time is simultaneous, with the exception of surprise and ambush, because right. I actually want to make those something you want to do. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, to, to recap, initiative, good. Hmm? Hit points, not the greatest idea, but not, not outmoded. Per, okay, I agree. Yep. And uh, what, was, what was the other one? Alignment. Alignment. Uh, Necessary, Use when necessary. Necessary for older games if if it's if it's built into the system, but really we we could probably do without it. I, I say don't take it out because I don't like breaking IPs. That's just the way I am. That's why I don't like third, fourth, yeah. and fifth edition. Yeah. But it isn't necessary to have in a game. No, no, you don't need it. You don't need it. And and there there's a lot of good arguments for not having it or or having a vastly different system. Correct. I have one more on this card. I'm not going to move to another card because I'd say we only have time for one more. However, I'm going to let you decide if we actually have time for this. Okay. Because this one could go crazy. The idea of game balance in a tabletop role-playing game. I don't understand. So. What specifically are you talking about? Um, I watched a couple of videos on game design. And pretty much it says one of the hardest things that you're going to have is balancing the game. 
you don't want players playing just this class or just using these skills. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Also, yeah. it, it also they they went into creatures versus the characters, like you know, with things like was it what they call it? it's not combat rating what the hell they call that bullshit in fifth edition um challenge rating and stuff like that i i don't care about any of that bullshit i don't i don't make encounters that are perfectly equal to you because they're never perfectly equal anyway based on the skills yeah. and talents and items and so on and so forth that you have and they have um i say oh i think they can take on two of these like <laughs> and that's what i do yeah. now the game balance thing that i want to tackle one part of it real quickly game balance is bullshit and if you want to play a computer game because it's PvP and have a game balanced, fine. But Earth Dawn is my perfect example. Fourth edition tried to balance it, and to me, they homogenized the damn class, uh, the disciplines. I don't like most of the disciplines. Now, I'm gonna say some of them were fixed to some degree, but I don't like how another mancer can do the same fucking thing as a wizard can do the same thing as a weapons or whatever the hell it was. I, I talked about it. In the oh, videos. that's what you're talking about. I thought you were talking well, about well, what if everyone chooses to play a fighter? Oh, no, I'll get, I'll get to that. I'll get to oh, that. Okay. Like a fighter versus a wizard and so forth. The game shouldn't be balanced. The, the, I'm going to use the Earthdown example because we actually had this one. Yeah. This was not Garthon, by the way. This was somebody else. I will never play a Troubadour. There's, they suck at fighting. There's no use for them. What? Are you, are you kidding me? Why is an Elementalist... Why can an Elementalist not put out a ton of damage? The Warrior can put out a ton of damage. Why can't the Elementalist? Because the Elementalist can fucking talk to plants. That's why. Hey, did they go this way? Yes. Creatures walk this way. Hey, they went that way, buddy. Warrior can't do that. No. And that's not even a spell. I know. It's it's what we talked about earlier, your lane. You know, everyone, everyone should have their lane. And yes. if if you if you have different classes or disciplines or whatever in the group represented, all lanes are going to be covered. Like if, if, if you have four warriors and everyone decides he wants to be a warrior because everyone wants to, wants to do max damage. Well, you're all going to die eventually of something dumb that like, a first like level, a spell. <laughs> yeah. That, that a, a first level wizard or a first level rogue or whatever would have easily sidestepped. Let's, let's look party. at, let's look at Dungeons and Dragons. Remember that, that asshat that we did the first episode is talking about the fiddly bits all the time. Oh, God, I hate that. Fucking I know. So. One of, the things he that he, one of his complaints, and he's not alone in this, this is a common across the board, is that in old versions of Dungeons and Dragons, as we were talking about today with um, uh, uh, Hyperborea, that first level wizard could only cast one spell and it's done. That is true. And yes, would you like to take your quarterstaff or dagger and try to fight an orc or a goblin or something with no your thanks. three hit points? I'll pass. Yeah, right. Because there was a bond built into the game. The warrior's job was to protect the wizard. Yep. Because that warrior knew, dude, I'm going to keep you alive for a few months, few years, whatever it takes. But sooner or later, I'm going to oh. be sitting, oh, sitting no. back and just holding my oh, sword yeah. out while you're Oh, like, yeah. No, no, no. No. That mage is going to pay dividends in the future. You keep him alive, he's going to pay off your investment. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Yes. So I don't know. But now some people say, well, wizards are too strong in D&D at that point. Um, well, kind of true. I will tell you that only a prepared wizard is yeah. too strong. Well, actually, in, in, in fifth edition, you don't even need to prepare anymore. Well, I, I'm sorry. I'm talking AD&D. I, I, okay. don't, I don't know enough about fifth edition, especially high level stuff for me to talk intelligently about that. But I can. But in AD&D... You still had to prepare. You had yeah, to have the yeah. right rings on and so on and so forth. And there are ways to kill him. Sure. If, if he's got all these things set up, uh, you know, uh, what are they called? Like, um, I forget what they're called. Shit. 
anyway, all these little triggers set up that can protect him. Absolutely. He's powerful. Yeah. But, and, and he, he got that way through experience and time. But at one point, all it like takes that. is that, is that, uh, that warrior sword to get through or that demon's claw to get through or that specter's touch to get through. Yeah. He still has only one D four hit points for the first nine levels. That's it. He still only got that, which means that if, if, if uh, someone lucks out and gets through his defenses, he's probably going to die. He's two levels slower. <laughs> like, and he's not going to be happy about that. No, he's not going to be happy about that at all. And then <laughs> he'll probably die. <laughs> I've actually seen players quit their character over level drain. Level drain is killer. Yeah. No, it is. I, I actually think it's worse than death sometimes, but you know, it's part of the game. Uh, so, so anyway, I, I didn't want to say, cause I know this game balance thing could go on forever and ever and ever. No, no it's, I, just, I, it's dumb. I would tell you that there needs to be balance in terms of, like you said, everybody's got their lane. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, this caster versus this caster are capable. Maybe this one, let's, let's use the pyromancer versus necromancer thing from, from Hyperborea, just as an example. I do believe that when it comes to fire, the pyromancer should be the best. He should be able to burn the crap out of any village he wants to. Sure. The nethermancer should be able to raise armies. Now, which one's stronger? Well, in theory, just this is off. To, I'm not talking about that game. I'm just off the cuff here. The Nethermancer is going to be stronger over the slow buildup long term because he's going to build up an army where the, the Pyromancer is going to nuke your ass like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 going they're going to dominate in their arena. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's how and, it and they be. have to know their arena. That Nethermancer exactly. has to yes. know that he can't stand toe to toe against no, the Pyromancer. That's a dumb idea. Exactly. That's a dumb idea. Now. Uh, people, people who don't understand that, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, uh, if, if, if you make all of the classes the same, then what you're doing is just taking away lots of, of role-playing opportunity from the player. That's all you're doing. Well, that you're Troubadour not, one's the one that gets me the most. I know that the, the Troubadour one, oh my God, the Troubadour is so damn useful. I mean, I, at, at, at first I thought he was going to be a bard. I fucking hate bards. <laughs> I hate them. They're just gay, gay little bastards and I hate them. But okay. a troubadour is so useful all the time. I mean, I'm not even talking Garthon's troubadour. I had to nerf the troubadour. Yes, yes. The well, troubadour I, had I, to be... I had to nerf taunt. Yeah, taunt had, taunt had to be nerfed. And they, they ended up doing that later on, right? Yeah, they kind of the brought it back. It, it's, it's second edition, yeah. Second they kind of brought they, it back. They, they killed it. Yeah, they It's, it's they still it tolerable. Yeah, but uh, yeah, quadratic. Is so too much good. math for me, man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so uh, it, it, the, the troubadour is so good. Anyone who says a troubadour can't can't put out damage numbers, troubadour doesn't need to put out damage numbers. He gets the horde of 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 he incites mob. That's literally yes, an ability. Literally <laughs> ability incite mob, and the mob go. He goes get him, and the mob kills. Or sloth blame. He did. Oh, it. Yeah, oh he, he did, did it. Oh, he did. Oh, I will get him. That's that. What? He doesn't have to fight because he doesn't have to fight. And if he does get into a fight, Taunt makes his enemy a gibbering baby. Yes. Worthless. Worthless in combat. Especially at any decent circle. I mean, I don't care what circle you are. You lose five steps to an ability. You're you're that, hurt. That's significant. You are you are now you're you're now a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially if you're low circle, yeah. An old farmer. So so yeah, yeah. Uh, I I, I think that, you no. know when I when I and I, the reason Earth on sticks in my head is because a few years ago actually quite a few years ago now, I was doing a bunch of research on Earthon and so forth. And I saw these people say, I'd never play an elementalist because they don't get this at first circle and this other one gets something at first circle. I'm like, do you realize what the elementalist can do? The elementalist can heal your party. 
The Elementalist can uh, can help you travel safely. The Elementalist, yeah, might not have the best combat spell at first circle, but your Earth darts are pretty easy to grab. Hold on. I've got Earth! <laughs> like, you there know, you go. Uh, spell Comport is literally everywhere. Yes. Yeah. So, I, whatever. I, 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 I hated that. Now, one of the things 4th Edition did that I, I hate, and, and, I, and I house rule this out back to 1st Edition, is 4th Edition gives everybody thread weaving at first circle. Now, why do I take that out? Because Only you don't you don't want first circle people to have to be able to tie threads to items. Bam. Now, what I disagree with you is that all of the mage class, all of the casting classes, they do get thread weaving because it's necessary to do their function. Mm -hmm. But I don't let them tie to items I know. until first and circle. And that's where you lose me because they they would have that knowledge and ability at first circle because it's part of their training. They would have that ability. Seeing patterns and discerning patterns is necessary at first circle for them. Therefore, they would be able to see and discern patterns and items. Well, the way I got around that with you guys is I just didn't give you any. You just didn't. Yeah, you, we, circle, just, we, so. just didn't, we just didn't have any uh, threaded I mean, that, item. That, that's kind of the same way I feel about D&D, though, too. I don't give first level characters magic items ever. No, that's fine. I, you don't get a magic item until you're maybe third level. And by fifth level, you'll for sure have one. But... But I also don't have you fighting crazy crap. If I need you to fight a shadow that can only be hit by uh, a magic, I think we talked about this last week or the week before. I'll give it. I'll have it have charges. Here's a ten charge sword that that you can use to attack a shadow. Don't waste it or or, or whatever you know to to hit a, a creature that requires plus two or above or something mm -hmm. like that. But I'm not going to give you a permanent magic item because I believe that cheapens the magic items. That's one of the reasons. Again, I love the Earthdawn system. I can't believe I've been saying this for weeks in a row when I'm when I'm railing on on the on the verbiage of the game at the same time. Yeah. But is because I thought that Lou Prosperi and the way it transitioned through through Mike, I forget his last name, through I think it was Robin who did the third edition one, if I remember correctly. Uh, somebody correct me wrong and josh with fourth edition is that it maintains this it isn't just here have a magic item go no there there there's thought around it nothing in the game is free but yeah. nothing in the game is unattainable so participation trophy players well yeah that's well the garthon was the one that started the comment i embellished it but one of the reasons i don't like uh uh, uh forgotten realms is because every ninja turtle is born with a plus two sword I, I I don't like that. I don't like, but then again, I don't like mega high fantasy worlds. I prefer the Dragonlance types worlds where it's like that caster casts a spell and it actually is creepy. Uh, let's use Shadowrun, for example, because you'll understand the rules concept of this. What happens if one side has a mage and the other one doesn't? Oh, that the then uh, the side that doesn't have a mage loses. Yeah, every time. Every time, loses. Now, that might be too one-sided, but the but the point being is that I like that concept. I like magic. Be ooh, now add in a DCC a Dungeon Crawl Classics or Forbidden Lands, where yeah, but every spell that you cast, you have to roll, and if you get that bad number, <laughs> your brain explodes. You, you right, know. right, exactly, exactly. But you know, to to, to be fair, uh, it's it's the if the the Shatteron, uh reference. If if you have uh, uh, five samurai, four samurai, and a mage. The four samurai and the mage are going to win like 99.9% .9 of the time. But if you had five mages, four mages and a samurai, that means the four mages and the samurai are going to win 
99.9. No, it's true. It's true. It? That okay. samurai will burn through oh, uh, you, these I'm mages. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, four, four yeah. mages and a samurai. Yeah, I'll four mages and a samurai. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. one samurai and uh, I'm sorry, uh, four no. samurai and one mage. I was like, no, that, no, no, that no. Magic pool would be too high. In exactly, the exactly. Yeah. That the his uh, the, the the these mages, these four mages, will will help that samurai burn down one mage every round. Sure. Yeah. I can burn see down that. one mage every round. In in five rounds, the enemy is dead. And that's it. I, so it's, I do it's not that, remember the spells well. of that game to know exactly how to counter that, but uh, it's been way too long since I played. But the the cons, I, I get. Yeah. But again, that's not balanced. The streets, a street samurai versus a maid standing in a fucking arena. What mage would ever do that? No, is not a fair fight. No. Uh, six gang members. Well, they suck. They'd always be never yeah. a fair fight. Um, uh, a rocker. There you go. There you I played go. a rocker. I remember that class. A rocker. <laughs> People think it's the most useless class around. It kind of is. But there's one thing that the rocker can do for you. Can almost go anywhere or be a distraction. It's kind of like your bard. I mean, I hate to say it. Duh, it's a rocker. But also has money. Yes, lots and lots of money. And money can can really, really overcome uh pretty much anything yeah and any other deficiencies you have because like, oh, you're you're not uh you're not skilled enough to do this well let me buy let me buy you the yeah i could i could buy a chip to put in your head and now you can or uh you you can't convince this guy to to roll on his boss well hundred thousand new yen might or hey girls want to go talk to somebody exactly you know send Mm -hmm. send the girls over that's fine that's fine because because we're because even if the girls do nothing you got a drone above looking at that as they're reaching out like hey baby he's on the news even though he didn't do anything wrong you you edit that video i mean come on yeah exactly you could do a whole lot of shit like that so yeah yeah uh but the rocker lets you hire the decker exactly (laughs) the the answer to all of your all of your pro all of your problems with this is have a diverse group yes and if one person thinks he's not capable it's either you don't know how bad, to play it. Well, or you could have a bad story. You, you, I mean, you. I hopefully that you explain. Let's say we're doing an undead campaign, and uh, you know, you got a bard in there who, for whatever reason, picks all songs and spells that can't do shit against undead. I, I don't know. I'm just. I got well, you. I got you. Maybe you should have explained it better to that, or maybe uh, maybe you told the bard that it was going to be a city campaign, but it changed, and now the bard feels useless. I can see times when I uh, let me give you one example when I felt useless as a player is before I met you guys. It was in my uh, dark days of Dungeons and Dragons when uh, I really don't like to remember these days because I was a bad player. I was a bad person. I was a bad game master. At one year where I was a shitbag, and that was when I was in Korea. Anybody who played with me then would be like, yes, he was. One of the reasons I was a shitbag, though, is because I played a ranger. And my ranger was, you know, does ranger stuff. I mean, like, I'm supposed to be good with animals. I track, blah, blah, blah. Well, there is a halfling priest of mask in the party who could do... Uh, was a priest of mask? Yes, a halfling priest of mask in the party. Who priests of mask apparently get all the druid spells for some fucking reason. And so when it came time to go tame the horse, I'm over there doing my ranger abilities roles, you know, trying to calm animal. He just walks over to it, talks it, and the horse kicks me. I mean, it is a, priest, a chaotic neutral priest of mask. I get it. But that shit just kept happening. I was worthless. If as soon as I tried to do damage, that priest of mass came out and, and did something else, you know, held person and then, you know, st- stabbed it in the back or, or um, 
anytime uh, uh, you know I was trying to do something fly, he had a spell that could do that. But my my point being is that he made it his goal to mess with me at every turn. Why? I don't know. Actually, he was he was somebody I considered a friend. I still, if I talk to him, consider a friend. I mean, he wasn't a bad person. It's just for whatever reason, his his little assling decided to go after me, and because he had druid spells or some druid spells. There was nothing I could do that could compare to him. And every one of these, my I felt worthless playing that character. I couldn't fight as good as him because thieves are, or sorry, uh, priests are overpowered. I, uh, he had a kick-ass magic item too that literally was a soul stealer. He'd boop something and the soul would go in there and you'd see a contorted face on it. Nice. And he could release it with the command word. Um, so uh, my, my point being is that, like I'm like, the horse thing is the one that I remember because that was the one that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm trying to use my ranger ability to call him animals, so on and so forth. He goes over and just talks to it like the horse kicks me. Uh, my my again just okay fine, and then he gets on the horse and rides off. So he solved the adventure. Uh, there was more to it than that, but you, you get you get the idea. And you know that stuff just kept happening and happening and happening. It wasn't just bad dice rolls. It was just. My character, I obviously I was a ranger and I didn't have my dual wielding yet, so I couldn't quite fight as well as a fighter. Um, you know, I wasn't healing like the priest because I didn't have spells yet. You know, I, I was contending against this asshat who was supposed to be a thief priest, but decided that for whatever reason he was going to mess with me. It just wasn't fun. And, and uh, yeah, so basically well, I just... You, I you got, know what happened? You know what really happened? The game master gave that, that thief priest too much agency to fuck with you. Okay. I mean, I, I, as somebody who lived through that, let's just say that Game Master and I, that Game Master was a writer for Polyhedron Magazine. Well, a contributor, not a writer, for Polyhedron Magazine. He thought he was the best Game Master in the world. He was about six foot six, 300 some pounds, all built, all muscle, very intense person, and everybody listened to him. I don't hate the guy, I don't like the guy. Let's just say that he and I disagreed. He, he um, on, a, on a great many things. And he was one of those that was just, and so long, let me go back. So with the, what I ended up doing with that character is I just said, screw it. I'm out. I don't want to be a ranger. I'm not following Maliki anymore. I'm not doing any of this shit. And uh, so essentially he killed my character. I, did, I, I, I even did, well, I, what I did was I did a little ritual that uh, basically said, you know what, Maliki, if you, if you can't compete with mask, maybe I should go somewhere else, blah, blah, blah. And and he's like, Maliki comes down, and the fire bursts up around you, blah, and you lose all of your abilities. You're but a level one fighter, blah. okay? And then I got turned into a pincushion. The next fight, I got turned into a pincushion. Okay. I didn't care. I'd be honest with you, I didn't care. I was like, I'm, I'm, like whatever. Wait, wait, wait. What level were you? Fifth-ish. Okay, see, you, you should have changed into a fifth-level fighter. Right. But because I upset her so much, because I basically, I did the buy crumb thing. If crumb, if you won't help me, then be, you know, be damned or whatever. And so uh, you were, yeah. so you were damned. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. And, right. and he even told me, he said, you are burning on the 666 layer of the abyss. I'm like, whatever, Todd. I don't did, really? I, I was, I was, I was worshiping a demon the entire time. Is that what happened? I know. I know. Well, what's funny is that petty GM. He, yes. He'd not, he normally wasn't a petty GM. And I have to say one thing in his defense, just this one thing. I will agree. He was a petty GM. He pissed me off. I didn't make things better because of some things that were happening in other games, some things that had happened in that game and so forth as well. It was dark days for me. And I think what he did is he just took it out. He finally found the opportunity to take it out on me. And he did. But I was pissed because I was like, are you kidding me? You set this stuff up. 
so that I could show that I could be a ranger and I could do these things. Something as simple as call manual. Animal. He's like, hey man, he's got to talk to animal. He went over there, talked to animal, told the animal kick in the back and then let him ride him. And well, the horse no, no, like, no, okay. no, no, no. After the hell with him. <laughs> See, talk animal and hypnotize animal into do into doing whatever you say are two different things. Well, maybe yeah. it's char charm animal. I think. Okay, is charm animal is different. If it's if it's just speak to animals, then you can talk to him. The animal can say no. You actually convince animals with your ranger ability. You are convincing them to calm down. You're convincing them to trust you. That's different. My, my, my point with that, though, was, was uh, the fact that, you know, sometimes balance can be broken. But what I would have said in that case is like, look, there, there's Jerry over here. That was his name. Is going to play this halfling. He's got druid abilities. Might not need a ranger. You might want to consider something else. Or, hey, Jerry, he's a ranger. Um, since you're a priest of mask, maybe you should focus more on steel. And he did. He did focus a lot on stealing. I can't take that away from him. And he's probably the only player I've ever seen play chaotic neutral in a way that didn't piss me off. Yeah, he did that, but if you think about what he did, tell me that wasn't chaotic neutral. Walk up, talk to the horse, have the horse have kick, kick you there, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, and he, so, I didn't have problems with that, but there should have been some breaking point in there where it's like, look, I need uh, Max's character to do this, or I need Jerry's character to do that, or, or whatever. Slow your roll for just a moment. Let, let's, let's give him a break here. Or you know what? I'm going to take you aside and have you go a separate direction. I'm going to have Max do it. Now, Max, if you fail, it it's on you. you. It's yeah. on you, brother. That's uh, it. Or, or take me away if it's if situation's opposite and be like, all right, Jerry, if you fail. Anyway, yeah, that, that's just one of those times where I, I do look, anytime I hear game balance in a game, and I because typically I'm like, bullshit, game, you know, you should try to strive for some balance, but sometimes people are just missing the balance. It's not about combat balance. It's about role-playing balance. It's about uh, interaction it's about what you can do sometimes on the side. I mean, a weaponsmith doesn't in Earth. I'm talking Earth on again. Yeah. Uh, doesn't fight as well as a warrior, but he has a couple of abilities like spot armor flaw. Hey, let me point that out to you. Yeah. Yeah. The, poke him there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have as much force as the warrior, but he has force magnifiers. Like yes. spot armor flaw magnifies his weaker force to make it equal to or sometimes greater effect than a straight up warrior hit. What, what's the mental ability they have? Steel. Um... Steel thought. Steel thought. Yeah, steel thought. I mean, come on. Oh, the horror is trying to get in your brain. No, he's not. Nope. <laughs> that. Put that wallet box. You know. So. So that's Anywho, it. Yeah. I think that sometimes people, you know, they only see the combat, and that's a combination of players not understanding or and a game master game that only focuses not explaining on correctly how or, to play or just game. focusing on combat. Yeah, all, all the time, which is not, which is not your. Uh, well, that's fifth edition D and D. Yeah, that's the whole whole concept of fifth edition yeah. D and D is to do combat. Take your short rest, long rest, and go right back into combat. Yes. Whatever. Okay, okay. No, enough of that. Unless, uh, I want you to have so the final word on the game balance thing before we go and bring people in here. Okay. The, 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 the game balance is all about the game, the game master. Players, players are idiots, and uh, if you give them half a chance, they will ruin your story. You, you, have to, you have to give them the illusion that they're making moves when really they're just dancing in the palm of your hand. That's the only place they're safe. If you, if you, if you let them do their own thing, they'll ruin your game or get themselves killed. Now, now, you, now is this it, the presumption that, that it, it has to be a story-based game? What if you're doing like a monster of the week? Cause a lot of people do that now, or you're, you don't have a big main climactic story. You just kind of have an amorphous, we'll say it a uh, yellow eyes type thing from supernatural. Okay. You know. All right. Well, then, then it's, it's, it's a simple, you know, you have monster of the week, but there is a, there is an overarching, 
thing that happens every once in a while that culminates at the end of end of the campaign where you fight the yellow ice guy or whatever then still to get to that end to get to that end you cannot let the players take the reins they will they will they will run off the track every time 100 percent of the time players suck do you ever do a sandbox like a pure sandbox no, game no okay. that 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 would that would cause no end of pain I would you love to hear somebody out there who does a sandbox game and finds them and runs them successfully. Yeah, I, I, yeah because I, I would call you a unicorn. <laughs> that because that's what you are. You're you're a mythical creature that doesn't exist. Sounds pretty, but doesn't exist. So uh you have to the to keep players happy, you give them the illusion of agency. That's all you can give them. If you give them actual power over a game, they will ruin it every time. Sooner or later, that the that will happen in a game. If you give them actual agency, they'll ruin it. Any game that that built in gives players agency is a dumb game. Should so not be played. The the counter to that is why do the players even show up then? Just write your own damn novel. The illusion of agency. Like I said, you make them think like they're making moves. They feel like now they're part of the story. If you let them make moves, they will take themselves out of the story. They have more fun being controlled. I hope that uh, people who see this on YouTube didn't get bored with my rambling and actually listen this far, because <laughs> I want to hear your comments. So that you guys went off. You guys went off on me for the last uh, 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 segment too. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I want to hear because I know there are a lot of people out there who absolutely want to club heathen dog in the head. Right? I'm sure they are, but they're stupid. They're dumb people who don't know how to how to run a game or tell a story because that is the game master's job to tell a story he's written the story he has he has all the modules he needs or the overarching idea he has to get the players to the end of the story there's no way to do that if they have agency and again the, the counter to that are some people don't believe in story like that they believe some, in just some people people. believe the earth is flat they don't believe the earth is round those Didn't people I say that to that guy yesterday <laughs> those people are stupid as well okay i i'm not i agree with you for the most part i i don't take that hard line of a stance on it but when i do go into a game i do have a story i'm trying to tell now how it gets told the players absolutely influence but whether it's based on timelines or, or goals or milestones or whatever term you want to use <laughs> things are going to happen yeah, that uh, that the players are going to need to be involved with. Now, that's how they I'm get there. About. That's the illusion of agency. They think that they are making moves to go from one one story plot point to another story plot point, and then finally, when they get hit enough plot points, they reach the end of the story. They think they're making moves in that direction. They're not. I am moving them in that direction. I'm making them believe that they're doing it themselves. That's a good game master. A good game master will 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 have them in their story. They they they're in their lane. You're keeping them in the story's lane. They can move all around. They want. That's the illusion of agency. They can move all around in that lane, but they can never leave that lane because that lane leads to the end of the story. They don't really have agency. They have the illusion of it. I, I because I can't argue it because I, I'm more in line with what you're saying than the ones that aren't but I'd love to hear comments on this. Please. Oh, oh by the way, you. you know what we never say here? What's that? Hey, if you're liking this, subscribe. Oh, yeah, there you we go. Have, we have give up for the people who are watching on Twitch right now. 
a new every new subscriber. And I did see somebody subscribe when we first started. I think it was Ravens there. Uh, re-upped his, if I remember correctly. Thank you. If or or is Baldahar is one is somebody. Uh, Krantz, anyway, yeah. uh, that Crantz. That he. Oh, did he? he? Yeah. No, no, no. He didn't. He oh. had uh, to my. Uh, has he at all been a member? I don't. Know. Free video game to to. Uh, I mean, it could be ninety nine cent game. Could be a fifty dollar game. Could be a fifty nine ninety nine game. Whatever. Okay. Um, but it's, we always have a giveaway going, even if Garthon doesn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> that you're yeah, supposed to give away if, yeah if if you if you have never been a subscriber and you're a brand new subscriber you subscribe now you will get a game right now it'll and be I a can, dollar game it'll be a 60 dollar game it's random i can't show it but we're 450 bits away from giving away bullet storm yep and if if a total of 450 bits happens during this broadcast then everyone who's watching has a chance watching on win, twitch watching on twitch has a chance to win bullet storm so, all right. I think we're ready for segment three. What do you think? I think we are too. I'm going to go get uh, get more drink because I'm okay. going to need it. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to put up the rules for uh, segment for three. 440. Not a liar. You just changed the conditions of the test. Uh, let's go over here. Uh, he already put up the bloviation thing. All right. Here are the rules. It's time for you to join us. If you're a, you can join us if you're a follower, a Twitch follower, or subscriber. You can, uh, uh, you have to stay on topic. So the topics are what we talked about today. I will, I will allow a little bit to bleed from last week. If you, if you've been sitting here jonesing because you wanted to yell at me for the shit that we said last week, I'll give you a small amount of time to do that. We, uh, really, we want to stay on the topics of Astonishing Swordsman, Sorcerer, Hyperborea, Magic, and are these tropes that we talked about today, everything from game balance to initiative to class versus skill, uh, player agency, so on and so forth. That's what we want to talk about. Um, be pithy. That's not a big one right now. That'll become more and more prevalent as we get more people who want to jump in. But for now, we can have six people in here. So, I mean, and of course, watch the language. You know what? If you're trying to get us kicked off YouTube, I'm not going to let you. But, uh, you know, I don't care if you cuss, but you know, there's some words you're not supposed to say. So. If you want to be in here, send a message on uh, Twitch. And I always forget this, that I actually have to log into Twitch to do the whisper. And I will whisper you the link to, uh, to join us here. Get that link ready. I will log into full on Twitch. Don't want to hear an echo, so let's do that. All right, I can set that up, and that should work there. Okay. So again, if you want to uh, to jump in, we said so. Ravens, Ravens, are you trying to say you want to come in? I can send you. I'll send you the link on Discord because it's probably easier. I <laughs> should join to eat potato chips just so Max bans me. That would work. <laughs> By the way, how have you been, Spectrofire? We don't talk enough anymore, man. Uh, if you've been streaming, sorry, I've been missing it. If you haven't been streaming, well, there you go. But uh, I'm happy to see you here. And I and by the way, I do look at all the pictures you post in Baldahar's sexy anime. Uh, I, I don't comment every time though, but I do look at them. So uh, thank you. And why can't I find Ravens there? Oh, because his name's Purple. Which is a good color for your name to be. 
Oh, you have okay. So there is the link. If anybody else wants to come in, I mean, anybody who wants to talk about this stuff is uh, is welcome to come in. That's that's the whole point of it. You know, it's funny because we got told not interactive enough. I want to yell at Max for saying this. Blah blah blah. Well, here here I am. Here I am. Yell at me. I dare you. But I don't have a problem with purple. It is the color of royalty. I just couldn't find it because I forgot that you had a purple color because you're a Twitch subscriber. So anyway, link is sent to Ravenslayer. All right, I'm back. Ravenslayer, I've, I gave the link to him. He should be oh, in the Oh, God! Wait, oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody else wants to send. I mean, we got... Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Kranzo said he that uh, he's a Luddite, so he... he yeah, he I doesn't remember, have a mic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I sent it to you in Discord. So I hope that was you. I sent it to Baldahar instead. Nope, that's the link. It's, it's Raven's there. Uh, I mean, we can have more than one per... We can have six people in here, so if anybody else wants to come in to talk, we can turn this into a conversation. This doesn't have to be one at a time kind of thing here. Especially if you want to browbeat Ravenslayer to the ground till he cries. I'll watch that. That's mean. I will. Come on. I'll stand up for you, Ravenslayer. Oh, there he is. Until I get scared and run away. All right, let's pop him in here. Boom, there's Ravenslayer. Hello, good sir. Can't hear I you. Can't, can't hear you. Still can't hear you. And you're not muted in StreamYard. I see that. So it's a local. So these are the great comments by Ravenslayer. Well, you know, Ravenslayer, I agree with what you didn't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm all about that. Uh, <laughs> what, what was that? Uh, he said player, I had. He said player I agency is definitely a myth and should should be crushed at all opportunity. Oh, good. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Wow. All right. That's great. Oh, man. Yep. Players are sissies and should be throttled. Wow, that's a little. You can tell that that uh, Heathen Dog only comes uh, only uh, runs games so that he can lord over other people. That's his yes. domain of. Uh... That is the game master. <laughs> it's called a game master, not a game servant. Not a game surf. A game surf. Not a game whipping boy. Over here. Uh, you know what? I didn't look to see if anybody is actually posting from the Facebook side. Doesn't look like it. Still can't hear you. Did your cat eat the cable? Okay, I don't see you talking right now. Well, he's still trying to fix. So, um, all right. Uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> well, we're waiting for Raven's Lair. Um, yeah. Oh, did you see that I, I got you that game? Yeah, I saw it. I, and I installed it. Oh, I and play, for, for everyone who uh, who oh, cares. The yeah, the poll. I'll put the poll up. For everyone who cares, uh, there is a poll going on right now between three games. Uh, Warhammer, Vermintide 2, Talisman, and not Dungeon Defender 2. Please don't, <laughs> please don't use that. Not Dungeon Defender 2. But here's the link to the poll. Go ahead and oh. make your vote. Well, you know which one Baldahar is going to vote for now. You just no, no, no. I asked him very nicely not to vote oh, okay. with Dungeon Defender. Now, th this, this is very much like American politics. There's Republican, there's Democrat, and they're throwing away your vote. And that, that's the same thing as the Green Party, which is Dungeon Defender 2. 
Hello. Or in my, or in my there case, we oh, go. there we go. Now we can hear you. My case, the Libertarian Party. <sighs> I like to throw away my vote to them, but they just don't ever have. All right, Rimsay, what do you got to say? Oh, I was just saying that, uh, yeah, nope. You're the dungeon master. You're in charge of the story, not your players. So the counter to that, why do I have to play devil's advocate on something <laughs> uh, like this? But the, 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 the counter to that is that, uh, I mean, your players want to make their own characters. They have their own decisions that they make. And if for whatever reason your story is taking them to the north, but they would rather go to the west. Then you hijack they? them. Yeah. Then no, no, no. You you make them think like they're making decisions, but really, like I said, they're just dancing in the palm of your hand. They will go north whether they like it or not, but they're gonna think they like it. That's a good game master. A bad game master will force them north and let them know that that they. Oh get no, no, no. Uh, well, no. Uh, also, a good game master will put in a story hook that will take them north whether they want to go there or not. Yeah. I mean, what what I would do definitely is. Uh, the 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 party leader or whoever is the leader party that at that time uh i will put in a hook of about uh well up north there's this magic item that that's rumored to be over there that's, that's like this giant ruby of destiny and if you get it you can make three wishes it'll uh, be a lie it's a rumor that's too all-encompassing that gives them too much reason to go there you got to give them something insubstantial well it is insubstantial it doesn't exist <laughs> That's the definition. That's a lie. There's got to be some kind of reward. I said there. I said the reward is you get to complete the story, dumbass. That's the reward. We want to make our own story. You, then, 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 why am I here? Why is the gate master there if if not to if not to tell the story? To, to excuse me to narrate the monsters, the 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 sunrise, no, 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 sunset. No. It's not a monster of the week game. It's a campaign. Well, it could you be. you can play a video game now. Bye. Don't. Someone cut out heathen dog's tongue, please. No, 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 no. I meant I, what, no. What, what I meant was players who want that. They, they, they just want the uh, the game master there to to ar arbitrate their their string of endless victories. Then you can stop playing a role playing game and go play a video game because that's what you really want to play. Yeah, that's fifth edition, and if you want to play that, you're not going to be sitting at my game anyway. Right. So have have fun playing the game you really want to play. Yeah. You did um. Oh no, that that isn't the same one. What was the sci-fi game, the Eclipse Phase? Yeah, I didn't look into the rules of that game. I keep thinking Mind Jammer. Never heard of that one. So, so I, my, I, I reviewed oh. it a couple years ago. The, uh, so Mind Jammer story's which, amazing, which is based on the uh, Fate Core engine. Seemed interesting to me until I found out that it was on the Fate Core engine. I I really would love to to talk to somebody on this show. It could be you. I'd love to talk to somebody on this show as to why you like Fate Core. It's popular. For someone who does like Fate Core, which is not me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I want because because you're going to be the best person to counter us three here in terms of why this is important to you, why you know, you know what you do in the game. Because the thing I don't like about Fate Core is the players basically run it. Like every player is the game master at some point. And no, yeah, that doesn't fly for me. Yeah, it's 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 like having a having a five year old drive your car. I mean, no, why, why would you do that? <laughs> that that's a quick way to destruction. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 quick way to ruin ruin your nice Lambo by by letting a five year old drive it. <clears throat> so that that's if you're a good game master and and your story can be equated to a Lambo. 
Yeah, I mean, again, I give players enough, you know, if they want to do something on the side. In fact, one of the things I do is I encourage the players to come up with stuff. You guys may remember this from Earthdawn. It's easier for me to do in D&D than Earthdawn, but I would say things like, look, if you want to, you know, talk about the story, the pot of gold under the rainbow and turn that into a quest in the game, I'm for it. Go do it. Talk about it in the group. You know, come up, with the, come up with these little lore items. Now, whether the pot of gold's there or not, I get to determine because I'm the game master. But I'm not going to say, no, 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 this isn't part of my story. You don't get to do that. I'm absolutely going to let you do that. Maybe if the story is on a, on a specific timeline, it's a bad idea. But if you want to do that, if you want to go find the pot of gold on the rainbow, maybe there's a real leprechaun there. Or maybe it's a, a three minotaurs and, uh, you know, dancing a jig and hula skirts. Who knows? But I'm going to let you do it. And I, and I will base a quest on that because you've been saying it over and over again. Or, or what other, uh, other trope you want to do. However, at some point, you're going to get reeled back in, and you're going to get put back on this, whether it's the, the invading horde that's catching up to you, like you're playing a, I'll use a computer game, FTL, like it's go forward, go forward, go forward, we got to go forward, or because things are just happening around you that are turning into chaos where you need to go a certain direction to, to calm it down. Whatever it happens to be, I'm going to pull you back, Yeah. but I, but I will give you some time to do that, some of the things that you want to do that you think is going to better flesh out your character. You're right. You're, you're letting them make moves that in the end don't matter. Well, they might matter. They, no, you know, no, no, that, it, that's no. a plus three. Sword in, they in found the in that overall game, it will in not the, matter. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. It, it, it is, it is the moves that they're making for themselves. That's fine. You, you can make those moves all day long, but you got to stay in the lane of my story. I will make sure of that. Yeah, it's a side quest. Yeah, it's, well, sure. it's not supposed to be be game unbalancing. It's not, and it no. will never be. Like, but 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 the rumors said it was a plus five holy avenger at the end of the rainbow. Well, the rumors, yeah, were wrong. the rumors were false. The rumors were wrong. I, I would absolutely do that if I wanted them to have that. <laughs> like, well, if you, okay. yeah, if it was part of your main story, then there you go. Now, okay, but well, let, not, let me let me flip the script a little bit here because you know the person who got really upset about this. Would you kill a character? Uh, let's say no, unintentionally would you let a character die how about that in a side quest i, oh, I have yeah yeah i i would have to because uh as as long as that character wasn't uh integral to the main story for example uh if uh, uh you remember uh the the mage campaign garthon's character was key garthon's character was key i would not let garthon die by accident because he he is in the story, he was the driving force. I would not let now, him have that. I will say up front, you did tell everybody that, but I'd yeah. say generally speaking, that's not a good idea to have a character that is the driving force. Like well, now, it, that was a, it was it a small game. There's three yeah, of us exactly, but it happens all the time in stories. You know, uh, yeah. the, the 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 one you hate, Legend of the Seeker. Well, it doesn't work with no goddamn Seeker, does it? Game of Thrones, it worked great. All the main characters died. All the main characters died. Yeah, but but they didn't have. Hey, uh, it was a who was character of the week to die. I mean, come on. Exactly. Well, you know, well I I, I didn't watch the entire series because I thought the series was crap. I'm talking okay, the books yeah, where everybody. But, <laughs> like, yeah, but, but the thing is, it you know the 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 name of the show was Legend of the Seeker. It doesn't really work without a seeker. Yeah, but and, that that's uh, that would be an NPC in my in my in my well, book. That wouldn't be a player character because. Okay. But in in this instance, that they, they had a they had a player character. 
that is integral to the story. I'm not going to let that person die by accident. Now, in in the in this in the story, Legend of the Seeker, in the in the TV in the TV story, not the actual book story, there there was a time where that main character was taken out of play. A new seeker was named. A new person became the focus of the story for a while. Was that so, second season? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so it is possible to replace that character and the game master has to, has to be aware while you, you won't let that person die by accident. That person might be stupid and make, make dumb decisions and get themselves killed. And if you keep saving them over and over again, it's going to piss everybody else off. So the reason it didn't bother me in your mage game is integral is because it was a three person group. If that was a traditional sitting around the table, seven person group. Yeah. I I, I, w- I wouldn't be cool with that personally. Okay, but I, no. I don't think any you, character you the can't group tell your be players you are integral. You can't die. Yeah, because then no, the no, other no, people, no. then the other players just don't show up. No, 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 no. No, no. you can die, but you're you're not gonna you're not gonna die by you know random encounter. You're you're not gonna. But that's got to be true for every party. character there. No, if it's if no. it's it, it in in this instance, it would be true for for the driving force of the story. And li- like I said, I told you guys up front. Right, but that was also a, that was a three-person group. You told us up front. I'm talking your traditional sit around the table. I'm, you have I'm seven people that, playing. Hey, you don't I, like it? Leave. I would. I absolutely okay. would because. Bye, Bye Because because that's that's not that's, have fun. Uh, have fun being by yourself for eight hours every Saturday. That's great. Go see a movie, read a book, hey. go on my computer. <laughs> it's not going to bother me. I, I don't believe that any right. any player yeah. should sit around that table. And go. Ha, it's about me. No, Never. no, 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 no. Yeah. I chose oh. Al because I know he wasn't going to be a dick about it. But that's what happens. Yes. Once they find out that they're the person, I mean, come on. They're going to lord Al it over everybody. I'm just saying that's generally what happens, though. But is... see, you, there, there, are, there are protections against that. Because uh, the, the main character in the story, who happens to be a PC, all the bad shit happens to him by definition. Bad shit happens to him all the time. People are not going to want to be that. They're going to stand away from that and go, okay, well. Okay, everything happens to him first. Yeah, but if they if they don't feel that their characters have have meaning, or or somebody, oh, it's all about him. Yay! Look, it's the we'll just say for this example, it's the Garthon show, and we never. Well, no, actually, one person did do that, and it's the same person I was talking about killing on a side quest as well. Bob. Uh, yep. Yep. Bob's still upset at me that the wyverns killed him. All right. So um, the wyverns were hungry. I, we can't help it. I even gave Bob like three hundred years of magical knowledge. He still wasn't happy. No. But, but, well, Bob's a firm believer, and and this is why some of this was brought up. Not just about Bob, but a lot of what he says goes on behind the scenes in like Fate Core games. And and I'm I'm stressing Fate Core, but you could use Fiasco or Cosmic Patrol, so and so. It's just that Fate Core is the popular one. Right. Um, is that Bob believes that these games are novels and that characters should not die. So instead of having one character that can't die, he believes that characters should not die at all. Yeah, that, that he is, hasn't read a whole lot of books then, has yeah, he? Well, yeah, he's read a lot, true. but, but, he, a lot, he, but feels- he, does, he doesn't believe that that role playing game should should you know all, all the people that die in books in his mind they're all NPCs. Yeah, absolutely. I don't <sighs> know if he still believes that to this day, but he said he for years, like 10, 15 years after it happened, he was still mad at me about that. Say, like, well, I made my roles. I don't care what roles you made. There's a rock. You were hiding on the side of the rock. They were flying overhead. I don't care what you rolled. How can a wyverns not see you? Yeah, really. Like, well, I'm a scout. Uh, it's overhead magical. view. Um, hmm. Ooh, it's a, you're right. You're a scout, and it is a magical ability. You're not invisible. Because you know, there is a magical ability that turns you invisible. You're not using that. 
It's called invisibility. Yeah. You were hiding. Anyway. Yeah. Ineffectively. Even so, a rogue's hiding shadows wouldn't have saved him. No, Mark Hockman, don't start assuming stuff. I mean, that is an answer, but uh, in Earthdawn, that's not the case. <laughs> Maybe in D&D, that's true. Wyverns in Earthdawn are baby dragons. Yep. Shh, that's secret. No, you're not supposed to know. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Where is the peril? I know. Spoilers. Right? Spoilers. <laughs> where, where is the peril? I, see, I, I like to, so, uh, again, Heathen Dog's been in my games in the past, and while I haven't run anything, well, I haven't run anything well recently, um... I like to give characters or players an out because sometimes they react to a situation trying to be them or trying to be a TV show they watch. I'll use the overarching example here. Two of them, same thing. Both the same player. Like, like, here, horsey, horsey. Boop. Okay. MacArthur, what are you doing? Here, scrangy, scrangy. Boop. Ah. Bam. Okay, roll to see if you get it. I got it. All right. You gonna swing that hard? Yes. Okay, you sure that's what you want to do? Yes. You just killed right. the horse. All right. No, 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 no. Roll, roll damage. No, no, no. I wasn't trying to hit him like that. That's what you you intoned it, and I asked you. You hit Garthon, who is a orc who might be this tall, and normally they're big and strong. He's not. He's an emaciated orc with your full power, and you're a fucking swordmaster. Yeah, but Garthon had it coming. That may be true. <laughs> Garthon got knocked the fuck out on that one. Yep. And I and, uh, I was happy about that. And it turned into a whole side adventure where um things happened, characters died. A character died. Uh Heathen Dog oh caused my. a character to die. Cause? That's <laughs> harsh. I can uh, see that. Yeah, that's Heathen Dog. Uh, um, hmm. My horse, you, my horse, you, my ho bye. <laughs> that, hey, I gotta. Hey, d dis disciplines are a bitch. All right, so I'm I saying. know. Disciplines are a bitch. <laughs> my my my. Uh, and then that same character, I want to. Uh, uh, what was it called? Not false life. What's it called? Um, experience death. Yeah, that's dumb. Okay, have you no, seen? No, have wait, you seen wait, hang, on, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Raven's there. Raven's there. This is what experience death is. Experience death is a nethermancer ability. It allows you to experience not only in full HD, but actually experience the last three rounds of someone's life. That means well, it, rounds no. based on your, your really rate, yeah. yeah. So you will take all the damage. They're dead, by the way. The last three minutes of their life, they died in that. That's why it's called experience death. That's why I called experience death because you could actually die from it. <laughs> you take all the damage. Now you get bonus hit points from it. Yeah, it depends but you how take well you all the damage that that person took in, in the last, last three rounds of their life. Well, it, again, it's oh rank my. rounds, but yeah. yeah. The rank rounds of their life. So it's inherently a very dangerous spell. Now, if you come across... No, wait, 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 wait. What there is the benefit wait, of wait, casting wait, this spell? Wait, oh, there, there are lots of benefits. There are lots of benefits because you'll see exactly what happened to them through their own eyes. It's it's the ultimate witness to what happened. But but, but here's, the, here's the caveat on how yeah. I explained it. He, so yeah. let's put it this way. It's if crazy. you died by a million paper cuts, the Nethermancer wouldn't have to worry about it because he'd only no. take the damage from the last round or two or whatever it was that happened to you, not the full you know, day's worth of paper cuts that you took, but, right? But I explained this yeah. to him. Oof. Have you seen the movie Predator? Yes. yes. Do you remember Jesse the body's uh, venture when he, when he died, what his body yes. looked like? Yes. That's what you see here. Okay, I want to experience death. You sure? Okay. 
Um, now for your next character, what's it yeah, going to be? He, he is, his chest exploded in a single attack, and that was the very last moment of his life, and you experienced that. Guess what happened? You, you died. died. Yeah, you died. That's dumb. Okay, that well, no, no, dumb. no. It gets dumber. Look, the, your character's been in the game for five minutes. Just give it a new name, whatever, and, and, and just give it a new name and come back in. And you'll be somebody new. Okay. Hey, I want to experience death. What is wrong with you, dude? What? Yeah, I, I I think I can do it this time. No, no, no. No! No. That's just, okay. no! Okay, he did it. For your third character, <laughs> you are not going to experience death on um, this thing. Sorry, you're not a neuromancer or whatever <laughs> that is this time. You're something different. Yeah. See, see, th this that's the problem with the idea of actual player agency. Never works out. So oh I, I did. I did dictate to him. I said you can play another mancer, but you're not. You're not doing experience death in this thing. You're gonna be smart enough to look and be like, "Oh shit, something blew his chest out." Damn. Uh, you know, another mancers don't have fear. I get that. It's actually a talent crisis. Or but they're sorry, not this stupid. Bam. It's like I, I, you look at it. I he blew up. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. I don't want to experience his death. No. If I, the game I, master says, "Are you death. sure you want to do that?" Take don't. a time out. Don't. Just don't. Just <laughs> think of something else. Just think of something Turn else. Turn around and walk away. Yeah. And, like and, I, and I do that not because I want players to live, because I want them to think about their actions for a moment. Because sometimes I need a heathen dog in his game. He made us all have a skill called common sense. And he'd say, oh, roll, roll your common sense. And if you made that roll, he'd be like, no, nah, do you really want to do that? And if but you didn't make your roll, he'd be like. I say nothing. I say nothing. I let you do whatever you want to do. I say nothing. And now, that common sense roll saved me a couple of yes, times. Yes. You have to make the roll for me to ask you, do you really want to do that? Because when I say <sighs> that, the answer is always no. No, you don't at all. No, My answer no, isn't always no. I just want to be sure that you understand that there are going to be consequences. Like when when uh, that, that same screen, or that same player smacked Garthon in the face as hard as he could because there were th situations going on around it. So the next thing that happened is like, what the hell? Did that strong built muscular swordmaster just beat that that emaciated orc in the face at full power? What the fuck is wrong with them? Oh, that was hilarious. And then, and then Bob looks around. Oh, he can't help it. He has order in his head. That's like saying oh you're a witch God. during the Salem witch trials. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. And, and so and so what happened? They tried to burn him at the stake. They, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> They tried to burn the him at the stake. Is because he really did have a horn in his head that was being kept back by an amulet they just got in the adventure before. It's actually yep. a module. <laughs> yep. And we tried to save him. We yes. tried to save him. We we had we uh we had broken the stake and I had a, had attached a rope to it. And <laughs> me, me, me and my horse. Next time, mute that, please. Me and my horse were dragging him away from the angry villagers. The angry yep. villagers, they had a whole lot of bows and arrows. I didn't know angry villagers had lots of bows. Well, they and were, I they, to be fair, they weren't archers. They were yeah, just They were just regular bows. dudes. Yeah. But they were shooting like the whole like hail of hail of gunfire in bullets and they I were hitting like my, 10 or 15 yeah. and they were hitting my horse. Now, a cavalryman <laughs> and his and his mount, they're like family. Yes. Okay? So, uh when my mount started getting pelted with arrows, I was like, I have to make a decision. Do I do I cut this rope? Or, or do I, do I, uh, do I, uh, risk my mount, which is my, my brother, uh, for a one arm scrang with a whore in his head. Let me weigh the op. Nope. <laughs> and then cut.
and I cut because you know I, I, I got to, I was not seeing that come. I was like, oh come on, his stock was low at this point, I, super I, low. I get well, actually, his Swordmaster was pretty cool. I, no, 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 he, no, no, no. By by the by the numbers, he was good, but he had a horror in his head. He had one hand, and he kept making dumb decisions, and uh, his it, it just went below my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yep. the villagers would have uh, definitely burned him at the stake. The is, thing is, a couple he'd more been rounds, in my game too. A couple more rounds, and Heathen Dog would have got away with him. And he was <clears> taking <throat> damage every time because they didn't tie it up like in this really good. They didn't have time manner, so it was just a rope behind a horse tied around a stake. So, he, so was he was getting yeah, he was bouncing he was around, bouncing around, <laughs> and so he, he was, was taking he was damage. Hurt. He was getting hurt, but he wasn't going to burn alive. So that is true. Yep. Figured it would be a win, right? I mean, after a couple of rounds, we're far enough away into the woods. We can untie him. You sure. Know, you know, Administer first aid. Yeah, yeah. Stop the bleeding. Cleric, whatever. Uh, Keep going. Pure right. moderate wounds. Yeah. No yeah, harm, no sure. foul. Whatever. But uh, you know. And it would have been lesson learned. Next yeah. time I say, do you is that what you do? Think it through. Yeah, yeah. The gears, yeah, the gears no. will start going. But he didn't get that chance be, because because uh, the the, the horror infested one armed warrior did not did not rank above uh, my family. And the same guy that in in uh, riffs went, I'll melt your mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To a whole to to a whole cadre of coalition soldiers. Oh Threat, my! Threaten them all. Well. So much for that character. Uh, exactly. Roll up a yeah. new one. That was well, well, and and that's the thing because God that's like it. that's like a mutant. Already. God damn it, French! <laughs> that's a mutant already. That's that's somebody who's already looked down upon, and so and then he goes to, and they're they're just looking for a reason to shoot him, right? And he's like, "What? What? I'll just melt your mind." And they're like, "No, <laughs> no, you will not." Yeah, that, that's never smart. No, it's yeah. never smart. Anyway, anyway, what, yeah, yeah. what was the main thing here? The the whole player agency thing? Yeah. 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 It, like, like, like I said, player agency is a death trap. Uh, and and any any game where the player has power over the game master is, is a game just waiting to go off the rails. Just waiting. Just it's a side a note, we've lost 30, 30% of our viewers uh, on just talking about our hit. You know what? Just like you and Garthon said in a video, nobody cares about your... That's true. Nobody cares. <laughs> so, we, we, yeah, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Uh, so uh, does right? anybody anybody else want to come in? You don't have to go, uh, Raven Slayer, but does anybody else want <laughs> to come in and talk uh, about either Astonishing Swordsman, Sorcerer's Hyperborea Magic, or all these little things we talked about? Game balance, uh, is initiative bad, uh, alignment, alignment, initiative hit points... Uh, Player agency versus railroading, or classes, or class-based games versus skill-based games and sandbox games. If not, we'll hey, get ready you know to what? end this. Hey, if 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 you are all aboard on player agency, I want to hear from you because I'm going to run you down with my train because I'm captain of the railroad. I, thing is, is these people are really adamant about that. I would love to come in here because I, I can't defend. I can't defend it, but believe me, you look at these forum posts and these blog posts and so forth. They are all about it. And I really think it ultimately will end up to be like oil and water. Like, well, you play your way, we'll play ours. So that, that's nope, what I nope, think it that, would end that, up. That's a cop-out. That means you lost the argument. You say, I think that's how it's going to end up because, I, yeah. I, but I'd like to see it because I want to hear somebody who can actually argument who actually has that view. Yeah, because it. we don't. <laughs> it's, right. it's, it's, hard, it's hard playing devil's advocate with something you hate so much. Yes. I'm not seeing anybody say, hey, let me in, let me in, nope. little pig, little pig, let no me in. Uh, also, what if, uh, what if your experience of death is just seeing a knife stuck out of your chest? Well, uh, again, if it's if it's the way it works in Earth Dawn is it's a, 
however much damage you took. So if that yeah. person took all that damage in one shot, then you're going to take all that damage in one shot. And if it's is that lord, enough to kill you? Then you die. If, well, first of all, you're a nethermancer, so you've got wizard hit points effectively. It's a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. So secondly, even though you do get some bonus, yeah, if you're higher circle, maybe, you know, you can get around that. But if you see a bunch of little stab wounds, uh, no, you cannot talk through Discord, uh, but... Uh, you, you, yeah, it doesn't work through Discord, but you don't need a camera to talk on here. Yeah, you here. don't need a camera, you just need a mic. Just need a microphone, and you can talk on here. Um, but, uh, uh, what was I saying? Um, about the experience death. So, but if, if he took, like, five points of damage this round, ten points of damage that round, seven points of damage this round, and finally the killing blow is stuck out of his chest, then, uh, uh no problem. Oh, I, oh, I see you wanted to chat. Well, I mean, you can just chat in, uh, in Twitch there, so. Uh, as far as talking, talking through Discord is the same as talking through here. It's just a link I got to send you. So, um, yeah, you would only take the last round or two of damage. I have to look up the spell to see exactly what it is, but you do experience what happened to that person. If the person was poisoned, if the person was poisoned over the course of a day, well, lucky you, you only get the last couple of rounds of it. If it was a death poison, he ingested that second. Well, one shot uh, stabbed by a dagger. Okay, like like he got stabbed through the heart in the very last moment of his life. Up until then, he had no damage. Well, you got to hope. Hit points. Yeah, you have to hope. You have to hope that you have more hit points than him, or or uh, you're you you cast a spell so well that you have a lot of buffer damage. Oh, yeah. So so the way the game works is based on uh, wounds. Uh, so or hit points and wounds. So uh, if let's yeah. if if one dagger could could do first of all it can do it. It's exploding dice, and I love exploding dice games. Um, you can take that dagger and roll, say, a, a D8 a whole ton of times, keep getting eights on that thing, and, and kill somebody. Probably not going to happen, but you can. Now, if it's story-based, in terms of like, hey, the guy was sleeping, it's a coup de gras. You know, I'd be honest, I don't know how I'd handle that because I never ran into that situation. Actually, what, what I would do is uh, I, I would calculate how much how much hit points that that person had and do that exact amount of damage for for a coup de gras it would be that exact amount so, of damage so so you so you would still say that it's full amount you wouldn't say you know a, a roll of damage roll or something no, and, and no. i agree with that but i'm just yeah, saying like yeah that that's exactly what would happen i mean uh, uh the problem the problem with that is i think that that can not that it does and i'm not the mic went out there we go okay. I, I hit it just right um I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just saying what I'd want to weigh the option is, does that start to make that spell a little less worthwhile? Especially if you're trying to find out if somebody was assassinated, for example. I've never run into that situation because I haven't done that, but that would be my only concern. Well, here's the... Pro okay, well, here, here's the problem with, uh, with experience, death, and assassination. Most people don't see it coming, so you're not going to see it coming either. So you're not going to glean Well, you're going to know he died. <laughs> yeah, well, you already know that. And <laughs> you know how, too got his got his throat slit but you're not going to know who did it you're not going to go you're not going to go why there's not going to be a goddamn story behind it because he was assassinated which means you didn't see the killer and you're not going to get any information it could from be used to, it could be used to verify that it was assassination because maybe somebody's going to the magistrate saying no he wasn't assassinated all this other stuff happened like no i was in his body he was walking down the street and then he was dead so no, it couldn't have been the way this guy said, where he got into a fist fight and then blah 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 blah. You know, or I, I mean, I could see uses for it, all nuanced, all yeah. nuanced, but I could see uses for it. So 
I mean, yeah, I mean that that's where you'd want the high circle nether yeah. doing it. <laughs> the, the low, low circle cir- nethermancer is just gonna die because he's gonna get his throat slit, just like this guy. Yeah. The low circle me- nethermancer is looking at birds that fell out of trees and went, Oh, he fell out of a tree. Yeah. Oh. All right. Um, I'm not seeing anybody else say that nope. they want to come in. Time so to wrap I think, this up. Yep, I think we can wrap this up. Um I think our topics today were pretty good. Oh, kick Raven Slayer. Uh, I just moved him. No, 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 that's good. Thank you, Raven Slayer, for, for coming on in here. Look, look, guys, I, I'm telling you, I, I, the comments this last week were basically like, I wish I could have had Max's ass. Well, you had your chance today and decided no. That's fine. Yeah, I, yep. I, I give you all the time. And seriously, we would have listened. Yeah. All right. Oh, I'm so devastated you kicked me. <laughs> we knew you would be um but uh let's get the banners back here let's quickly go through the end stuff uh oh that's this uh those are our links there you go those are our links i mean you can pause it right now if you're watching on youtube later but i'm gonna go on to the next one this one's important though do you want to do this or you want me to do it no you go ahead i did it first okay time. okay so i wanted to thank all of our twitch subscribers we did get i think it was raven's layer that did it. and if i'm wrong well whoever subscribed today thank you very much it was it was a amazon prime subscription so it, it didn't pop up on the screen but i do thank you for that uh as always remember every new subscriber just here just read this glowy part down here where i'm talking about this right here youtube members well youtube members are the folks who actually give money they're not just the subscribers or the members they're like the twitch subscribers and both of you i am working on something to give both twitch subscribers and youtube members i'm working on a module right now it is going to be a series of 10 modules total that i'm working on i got to get the framework done and it is a pain in the ass Everything always takes longer than I think it's going to, but I'm working on that. I'm hoping to have one module a month for you, and if I can enlist uh, Garthon Heathen Dog to, you know, do a little bit as well, I can always put it in the format and call it a day. But we'll talk about that later. Um, but the, you know, if you're going to give us something, we should give you something other than our, our cheery smiley faces. Talking about cheers, cheers, bits, and donations. Thank you very much. We did. We got some more uh, bits today. Uh, I think Baldahar and Ravenslayer gave both. I know Baldahar gave five just to mess with me. <laughs> Yeah, um, pixel. Move to the pixel. <laughs> you moved it to pixel. Uh, but hey, you know what? Five. A lot of fives turn into a giveaway, right? Yep. So, but if you really want to help us out, share this thing. Man, the people who shared last week got us a ton of views. Thank you. And it was helpful because man did, mo- like, vast majority of the comments were supportive of us. There were a few that weren't. That's fine. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. That is fine. fine. My my goal is our, our first goal is to bring you in for with information, then to hit you with emotional content. Whether you love us or hate us or both, is to hit you with the emotional content. We want to say something that's going to make you Rawr! or yeah or whatever, and then have you come in on the third segment and talk about it. Apparently, we got to do a little better job of getting the rars and yas. But hey, you know, because. Yeah. <laughs> um, Followers and subscribers on YouTube, hey, you're just as important to us because it's you who get the notifications, it's you who watch our stuff and so forth. And but you know, be sure to pass it on. Chatters and lurkers, you know what? You still you pad the numbers. Uh, you know, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for considering our channel. And of course, you know what? If you don't want to give money to us, give it to the Wounded Warrior Project. You can find it on the screen there. If you're watching on tablet or phone, it's going to be in the upper right hand corner. If you're watching on PC, it's uh, just scroll down below a little bit. It's a big option there. You know, everybody's suffering during the COVID time. We get it if you can't do it, but if you can do it, a little donation to the Wounded Warrior Project would be great. And or, lastly, or to me. Or, or to Heathen Dog. Or, or Heathen Dog me. loves those. Uh, I, I love money. So uh, you can give to Heathen Dog at legionmyth.com. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> legionmyth.tv because .com is still Rick's website. Yep. Um, 
lastly, check out the friends of the channel. Spectrofire is here. He's a friend of the channel. If you hover yep. over that, make sure you follow Spectrofire. John Sparta, who else is on there? There are a few people on there. Uh, Omnipotence, who I've never watched a single time, except for it's the husband of uh, somebody who came and fixed some stuff in my office about a year ago. <laughs> so I said, hey, you know what? Sure, what the hell? Um, you got Commander Aconite on there, who I haven't I watched a few weeks ago, but I don't get to watch a lot. But he's interesting to watch him and his girlfriend or fiance. I forget. Uh, anyway. Red Specs Gaming is taking a, taking a hiatus right now because uh, the world got to him, apparently. But, uh, you know, all those people are good streamers on there. So check out the friends of our channel. Uh, boom, boom. That is our stream. Since we kind of skipped this at the beginning, I'll let you do this one. Okay. All right. Remember that uh, every day, almost every Monday, Sunday through Friday, 11 a.m., someone is streaming. Now, I'm streaming on Monday and Wednesday, seven days to die. Max Liao share and shares is with me. Max Liao shares and the guy's name I can never remember. Basin. Basin. There you go. Streaming Remnant from the Ashes on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. We're still playing Deep Rock Galactic. Are now, we <laughs> no, no, we're 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 gonna cheat. We're gonna see how how you all feel about that. The next time, we're we're gonna cheat for one day and then reevaluate. And on Saturday we have a poll going right now. Polgarin, I'm going to put it out again. No, no, Ravenslayer wants you to mention him for Deep Rock Galactic. Oh, and, and Ravenslayer. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Deep Rock Galactic. That's right. Ravenslayer, me, you, and Sharis. That's that's Look, our, that's our normal. What we're saying is we do this with people who subscribe to yes. our channel. So subscribers get to play with us. Subscribers play. That's how it works. Play on stream. And uh, our Saturday stream, if you look at that link, if you look at that link oh you're looking for the banhammer is there if in, you in uh twitch, the link in twitch chat yeah the, the link the link in twitch chat you look for that right now that is our next saturday game is it going to be talisman is it going to be vermintide 2 is it definitely not going to be uh dungeon defenders 2 <laughs> yeah you still put it on there <laughs> <laughs> i had to it's three three things so yeah go ahead and vote and uh that's the game that we will continue to play on saturday nights at 8 p.m and also at 8 p.m uh, we play Dead by Daylight, 8 p.m. on Monday, 8.30 p.m. on Thursday. And, of course, on Sunday, Garthon is here playing Fantasy Star 1 at 9 p.m., so check that out tomorrow. Right. And Raven's there got Vermintide 2 last night. Awesome. I didn't do any of these little pop-ups today. There we go, Discord. But, but remember, if Talisman wins, it's like two bucks. And we, and, we, and we can have up to, like, six or eight people playing at a time. Nice. So that's awesome. I saw, you know, that Looter Kings thing was interesting because I was actually awake during that time to see that. And uh, yeah, because I, I, but well, I, and I was the one that ho I went back and I was the one that actually hosted most of those games. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, you know what? I kind of fell out of favor with that game. Like I'd have played it if everybody else wanted to, but it's just one of those things where it's like, eh, but now seeing that you pretty much can't play it, yeah, whatever. Um, is that it? Is that is that that's all the stuff? We don't that's need all... another disclaimer. You know, we didn't yeah. go through the disclaimer. Ah, who we... cares? Fuck with I can't take a joke. Well, no, the he and him thing. That somebody tried to take me to task on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's outdated. I don't care if it's outdated. It's still, it's still. Uh, uh, I actually cited. Yeah, the rules. Books on grammar for him. So anybody who says that this is outdated or it's not true or we've been doing this for centuries, um, again, no. I say take an English class. And if you're one of the English professors who's ignoring this shit because you want to because English, believe it or not, the English field has a lot of stupid SJWs in it. Yeah. Oh, my I don't, God. I don't, I don't know why the English language has so many freaking horrible people in it. But you're you're doing revisionist history. And I cited 
cited sources. So yeah, come 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 take take me on in this one because I'm right. Teach the truth. No, you have to say it right. Want. You have to say it right. Hmm. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. There you go. Bruh, bruh. Uh, <laughs> so you did that. We did that. We did that. We did that. We're done. We're done. That's and, it. And that's what we are here. Okay. Let's put that up there. I want to thank everybody. I know, right? He said he loved Ludicans. First of all, for the viewers that are still here, um, that, that stuck through this whole thing, really do appreciate that. Even if you only watch for a few minutes, we still appreciate that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Remember, next Sunday, 11 a.m., and if you have anything you want us to talk about, post it in there. I, I might not talk about it next week, but I have lists. I'm holding up note cards you guys can't see. Um... I have lists, and that's how we got back to some of this stuff, because this was some of the things that people asked for. I've got a whole list from Sheris. I've got some from our Hawkman. I've got some from other people that posted. If you've got something you want us to talk about, post it, and we will try to get to it. Discord, that, Twitter, YouTube comments, whatever. doesn't matter. Well, preferably Discord, because preferably, it, yeah, I miss a easy. lot on uh, on Twitter and so forth. Yeah. But with that, I am done talking. I'm going to let Heathen Dog sign us out before I play the music. All right. I want to thank everyone coming by, just like... Uh just like Max Leal. And I hope you come by again. I hope uh, you, you decide to uh, come on for, uh, for our third segment. Cause that would be awesome. And I really hope that, that you believe in the myth of player player agency. Cause I really want to talk to you. I really want to talk to you. All right. So uh, we will see you this time next week. And uh, please remember to be a legionnaire.